to end. Let the past die. Inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Fans of the Force Podcast. I won't. Thank you, Star Wars fans, for tuning in to the Fans of the Force Podcast. This is the episode where we finally get to talk about a brand new movie for the first time. I'm John Frederick, your moderator for today, and along with me are my crazy Star Wars co-pilots, Cat Ray and Adrian. Woohoo! How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Guys, we have all at this point seen the film. We're ready to discuss it in full spoiler mode. So if you're uh, tuning in and you haven't seen the film yet and you don't want spoilers, maybe just save stop this now save it and listen to it after you've seen the film because we're gonna talk about all of it stop this now listen to the previous episode and then go watch the movie and then listen to totally yeah there you go brother i like that (laughs) before we delve into our thoughts on this brand new star wars film that just came out let's talk about some star wars news there are, in the four days since we last recorded, there are a, just a few pieces of news that uh, pertain to the Star Wars fandom. One, as we correctly predicted, Disney is going to purchase 21st Century Fox for yes. $61 billion or something wow. insane like that. All the um, money. Obviously, just, all it's, the money. It's not comp- yeah, it's not complete yet, but... If it goes through, um, Disney will have 21st Century Fox. So that is done, mostly. Uh, And a second little bit of news. Hold on, hold on. Most importantly, most importantly, I guess for us, Disney will have a new hope now. Last bit of the Star Wars puzzle that they didn't have all the rights to. Right. No, that's true. And uh, some people are speculating that going forward, we may get the uh, 20th Century Fox fanfare at the beginning of Star Wars films again. Mm. I doubt that, but some people have speculated. Others are saying that this may be the first step to an unaltered Mm. release, Mm. which I would would most... happily be excited to lay down all my cash for mm-hmm. still don't think it'll ever happen but we'll see it's like well, shut up and take all my porgs uh, you know what um at at some point making money is is what they want to do right and if they've just got it <laughs> laying around and they just want to turn it into a blu-ray file and sell it to the likes of you and me and and people who have even like 4K technology and all that stuff, um, <laughs> they're going to make an awful lot of money just by releasing stuff that's in a vault. So it just makes too much sense not to do it at some point. Yeah. At some point. Other Star Wars news? Uh, Bob Iger uh, said that today J.J. Uh, Abrams came in to pitch episode nine. <laughs> 
Uh, so first pass, <laughs> they they know what's going to happen potentially uh, as of today. <laughs> wow. We don't, but wow, no. <laughs> they are no, so the, the the ball is rolling. We're already, I mean, literally release day, and the ball is already rolling. On Honestly. Nine. I thought this would have been done at least two months ago. I guess it would make sense to kind of think about it that way. Honestly, I think they were waiting to see what kind of reaction this movie was going to get first. Yeah, because it's pretty different for a Star Wars film. (laughs) Oh, brother. (laughs) You are going to get me started right now. Uh, Well, actually, is it time? Shall we just get started? One more, one more, more. itty-bitty, and this isn't even news so much as something really cool, but Brian Johnson Johnson took a bunch of behind-the-scenes photos during the course of production of The Last Jedi, and it Mm. was just announced that these are going to be published in a book. Nice. I don't know the release date yet, I don't think that's yet to be determined but he's he's released a lot of them you know a lot of them ended up on instagram and other social media feeds and stuff and but it's going to be really cool to kind of get his director eye take on what happened when he wasn't directing so i personally can't wait to see that i think that's going to be awesome i'll be excited about that myself and also wondering if they're going to try to contact me for that shot where i'm his forehead twin yeah, they should. <laughs> oh my god, that's still that was an amazing day because he actually commented on it. Like, I know. Yeah. Hey, Ryan Johnson's <laughs> our best friend now. Hey, <laughs> like that one time Mark Hamill liked my comment. I was like, yeah, Mark Hamill's my new best friend. <laughs> right. Yet somehow uh, our invitations to the premiere got, got they, they got totally lost, lost in know, the mail. I, I was busy that day anyway, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure would have liked to see the invite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just right. cut the chatter and uh, let's talk about the business at hand. The 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 moment came uh, after two years of agonizing and scrutinizing and guessing and forecasting. <laughs> at this point, we have all seen The Last Jedi. Woo! And I've seen it. And I've actually seen it twice already. Yeah, you're one up on us. By the way, it's pretty slick in 3D, just so you guys know. Ooh, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, the 3D Sorry, is pretty amazing. Yeah, they did a good job. Um, in fact, there were times in the film, I saw it first in regular 2D, and then I mm-hmm. saw it in 3D. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That you know, I didn't notice the things, the first viewing, that would look so cool in 3D until it was in 3D. And I'm like, wow, all right, that looks even cooler than it did. So I, I recommend everybody, if you if you like seeing 3D movies, uh, this is definitely one you should check out. <laughs> before, we, <laughs> before we delve into the movie itself, how were your opening night experiences? Oh, God. Um, for good me, crowd. I mean, good crowd. Um, five or first chapter was at my theater, so that was, that was really really cool. We had Vader stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to enjoy any of that, surprisingly enough. Um, well, I did, but I was just kind of I was rushing to get you know my family and my friend up uh, into the theater on time. We were kind of rushing a little. 
towards mm-hmm. the end there. Then it's not until like in the middle of the trailers that I finally okay settle down. You went to the bathroom. You're you're in here now. The movie's happening in a few minutes. Literally nothing can stop this now. Then that's like, is this real? This is real for me now. Did I take photos with uh, Vader and the stormtroopers and uh, Queen Amidala? No, there was a Queen Amidala. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that was nice. cool. like, hey, nice. But it was still pretty cool just seeing everyone. Like I said this little girl dressed up as Rey it was adorable, running around with her little staff. Uh, cool. I'm like hell yeah, that's what it's all about. How about right you? There. How about you, Cat? Uh I we had a great time. Um, so we actually we went to a double feature. So we saw both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi back to back. And we had our local 501st and Rebel Legion um, people from those two groups who were at the theater. And so that was really awesome. So there were a bunch of Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, Leia, you know, Poe. I got my picture taken with Poe and BB-8. Nice. That was so um, cool. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty great. So, and, and it was a really really enthusiastic crowd. Uh, I think everybody had a really great time. Everybody was really into it. So there was a lot of cheering. There was a lot of applauding. There was several times where people, like the entire theater, gasped, you know, all together. <laughs> uh, so we we had a great time. It was a lot of fun, and our theater was real. The crowd was really into it, and the energy was really great. Johnny boy, you no, your for two me, premiere nights. Both I, of them. Yeah, I had. <laughs> I, I had two different theaters to go to. Um, the, I bought my tickets for the 10 o'clock 3D showing weeks after you guys had bought your tickets. And I was nervous that I wouldn't be able to get tickets. So I went ahead and just bought some. But I knew that this, at the same time, I might be seeing it for free through the um, the cluster of radio stations I work for. Um, mm-hmm. I work at 96.1 KZL in Eugene, Oregon, and one of our sister stations, uh, NRQ, WNRQ, um, had partnered up with the uh, local Comic-Con convention, Eugene Comic-Con, and were giving away tickets to a private screening, and uh, there was a lot of um, um, other um companies that had gotten together to kind of publicize this thing and and bring it together and it was really cool so i was asked um the day of or the day before if i would get in front of the crowd and hype people up before the concert and uh, make some announcements and thank the sponsors and all that stuff so uh so i got there it's a seven o'clock showing i got there at about quarter to six or so and um, met with the guy from Eugene Comic Con, who I'd met previously. Uh, they've been only doing it for three years, so I probably met him three and a half years ago. And um, was chilling with him and laughing and talking. And uh, and then a few guys from the radio stations showed up, and you know we were just checking it out. They had a um, there's a local prop maker uh, who does giant sculptures. And apparently he used to work for ILM back in the day. Nice. And wow. one of the props so cool. that he made was this huge, Bob, uh, not Boba Fett, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, um, that was, I saw oh, your picture. Oh, that's where that came yeah, from. It, mm-hmm. it was ginormous. I mean, this thing was 
It was life size. Bigger than life size. Yeah, it was maybe even bigger. (laughs) Um, And there were there were a couple of um, Jedi Knights that you could take pictures with and that sort of thing. If you made a donation uh, to whatever Mm -hmm. uh, charity it was, any donation you could take your picture. And then there um, later on uh, came some of the five hundred first guys, and there was a Jawa and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, and um, eventually they let us all in to. Uh, oh, and I met the owners of a couple of local toy stores, uh, Radar Toys. And, uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. So that that was cool. And um, you know, mentioned that we do this podcast, and they're like, "Oh, hey, mention us on the podcast." So I just did. <laughs> You're welcome. And um, um, but inside that store, Radar to- Toys are some of these props that this, this guy's built. They're just amazing and huge. And I'll have to go back and take pictures and show you guys. Uh, it's really cool. These props are amazing. Anyway, um, so they eventually let us all in, and then I go down and make some announcements and get people pumped up and really kind of doing the whole hype man thing. Dude, that is so and, cool. And then we uh, we all take our seats. Uh, my wife. Uh, joined me and uh, we came back up and uh, one of the bummer things is that I was saving three seats. I had my jacket across three seats. I was saving one for the missus and one for another guy that works at the station who was tearing so- down some signs and stuff and had to uh, put it in the car before he could you know, come into the theater. And some move milker uh, moved my jacket <laughs> and terrible. took one of the Aww. seats. And I thought that he had some kids with him so i didn't want to say anything so the buddy of mine who came in last didn't have a seat and he's oh. just like screw you guys i'm going home so oh, he laughed. No. i'm like oh man so i feel horrible about that alex um I'm, dude i'm i didn't know this and it turns out after the movie the guy didn't even walk out with the kids they weren't even his kids so <laughs> i should have just said dude that's my friend's seat you gotta move Well, you were trying to be polite. You you assumed the best. I was, yeah, yeah. And I thought this guy was with those kids, but he he was just a dude sitting there and took our seat. So (laughs) so I feel horrible about that. But um, karma tried not to let it tried not to let it bug me. Um, And then when the movie came on, it was the last thing I thought about. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, of course, yes, yeah. Now. Let's talk about this film. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Lucasfilm logo comes up. We get the crawl. It recaps what we already know. And then <laughs> takes us somewhere we didn't expect. We all thought this film would start on Octu, but it didn't do that, did it? Nope. Which I thought was a really cool move. Yes, um, I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Kat. I well, I know. I mean, I think I think it was the right call not to pick up immediately. Yeah. At with Luke and Ray, um, I think it helped set the stage a little better to have it back at Dakar with the resistance evacuating. Um, yes, I think that I think that was a a, a good choice on Ryan's part. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Nothing. 
Nothing. Nothing. No. No. Say what you no, think. I, I love the opening. That was a fantastic opening sequence. I mean, half the Resistance fleet just goes out after taking out this massive Ugh. dreadnought. That's what they call it—a dreadnought. A yeah. dreadnought. Yeah. Yeah. And then things a things a fleet killer. Yeah. 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 The fleet killer. They took that out, and then. And then sudden comic relief Hux gets pushed around with the force by Snoke. I mean, that was a great opening. That whole sequence was just fantastic for me, I think. A little jarring, I think, with how uh, comedic it was in some instances. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Hello? You know, General Hux? <laughs> I know. Kinda some pasty. of that. So <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to already paint just a little broad stroke over some of the comedy I thought was a little too real world. And that in particular was a good example. It's just a little too, this could be happening in Battle Creek, Michigan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. And I totally, so I liked, I liked the last Jedi a lot. And, you know, I think right off the bat, you know, it defied all expectations that I had for yeah. that movie. Of course uh, totally. it did, because you predicted so much of it. Yeah, you did. That <laughs> was on a roll. I was on a roll. Uh, you I got into absolutely Ryan nailing stuff. Every 10 so, minutes, I swear to God, oh, get ready. Oh, get ready. Right. Yeah. I have but. <laughs> and then one more. For further Can't evidence, wait. just go back and listen to the last episode of this podcast because you'll hear it all. Yeah, but but John and but I are a bunch I, of move milkers, man. Can't yeah, really get it all. But <laughs> one of my quibbles, one of my one of my big quibbles with this movie, one of the things I did not like is you hit it on the head, John. Is the 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 juxtaposition of some of the more modern seeming humor into Star Wars. No, not all of it is bad. No, but, not all of it. But some of it seems a little too in your face, I guess. And so I yeah, some of the humor was great and some of the humor needed to maybe be dialed back a little bit. Or or just not done, <laughs> you know? Like just it's just a little too earth. You know, it's Earth humor. Mm -hmm. I want space humor. <laughs> I believe he's tooling you, sir. <laughs> right? Funny, but come on. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with, kind of with you guys there. I, I, uh, some of the humor was a bit jarring for me, but I didn't necessarily hate it per se. The no, one I don't, thing I don't think I hated it either. No, the one thing that got a huge laugh, and I'm, I'll admit it now, I laughed too. I laughed too, but. Immediately after, I was like, wait, no. The one thing I, I cannot, that's like the one thing I don't like in this movie. Two years of waiting. Oh, my God. We're back on Octo. We're on the island. Here's Luke and Ray again. And he just tosses the saber over. It's yeah. a sight gag. The first thing we get from Luke is a sight gag, and he walks away. It's like, no. I no. laughed. That is the one thing I cannot get behind in this movie. Well, and then it was immediately followed up with a, a shot of the two porgs, and one's jumping up oh. and down on the switch, and the other one's eyeball is literally yeah. in the spot where the, the lightsaber would up. ignite. Yeah. I mean, so it was like almost back-to-back -back sight jokes. Yeah, that got a big laugh in my theater. It sure did. I can't, sure did. I can't lie that yeah. everybody cracked up. 
myself yeah. included. And I mean, yes, is well, it yeah. a little I, on I the nose? Too. I laugh too. Oh, I kind of gasped I don't, with the poor eggs. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only if the saber had ignited. Uh, <laughs> Twisted. Twisted. Uh, but, I mean, my feeling is not as strong as yours about that. I just keep going back. Somebody posted a cartoon, and I've seen it on Tumblr, that was literally that exact thing. It was like Ray handing Luke the lightsaber, and he takes a look at it and just tosses it and so Chucks of course it. immediately that came into my mind yeah. <laughs> it's like, like all where I have I seen about. this before yeah <laughs> oh god is this anything from a tip, tumblr comic oh god <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah um y- yeah um yeah I, I, I like I like comedy sprinkled in with my Action oh, Star Wars! Serious, but long, long history yeah. of good comedy in Absolutely. Star Wars, and some not so good comedy. But the his, the 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 original comedy in the very first film, get this walking carpet out of my way, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's all dialogue driven comedy. Not a lot of sight gags in Star Wars. No. And this one has a prequels. few more sight gags. Prequels had a lot of yeah. sight gags. Prequels do, yeah. yeah. And the whole Roger Roger stuff from the Clone Wars and. You know, Ugh. Uh, yeah. Give me Luke tossing the saber any day over. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. So I mean, if if we put it into yeah, if we put it into, uh, put it into perspective. perspective like that, you know, this right. this this, and and I'll probably say this five or eight eight times through the podcast. I love this film. Oh yeah. There's just certain certain issues I have. It's fantastic. You know, I love this. Oh, it's new Star Wars. How can you not love it? Um, and so I, <laughs> I want to talk more positively. <laughs> I want to talk more positively than negatively, but there's there's some issues to bring up. So so mm-hmm. going back then, in in that context, some things about the opening, the very opening thing that I really liked was again we get to see Poe Dameron showing why he's the best pilot in the galaxy. That guy was flying that X-wing like we have not seen in Star Wars since Harrison Dula. Got behind the yes. controls. <laughs> uh, you I know, mean, yeah, that uh, when he flips the X-wing around yes, on yep. the dreadnought, I was like, "Rebels, Hera!" Right. That totally. that was great. Yes, yes. Um, yes. That imme- and it was great to see that like on a huge screen, yeah, happening right before our eyes. <laughs> you know what I really appreciated from that sequence or that that bit. Mm-hmm. I love that we finally got to like look inside the little droid cockpit area. Like, what, yes! what, what's actually going on? That was on pretty in there? cool. Like, hey, that, we, that bravo. We finally we got get to see, to what's see doing. the astromech, or in this case, the BB 8 unit, pressing all the buttons and soldering all the little solder points <laughs> and messing with transistors and resistors and all that stuff. And it was cool. They kind of cool. pulled back a piece of the curtain they hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And we all speculated how it might work, but we never got to see it until this film. Yeah, that was a neat. It was cool. That whole opening sequence just had a lot of cool shots like that. It like, really did. From that, really uh, the, the opening shot from the surface of the planet, all the way down from the. I'm sorry, from the atmosphere all the way down to the surface, and one mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. We're just passing the yeah. resistance fleet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
That's a slick looking movie. Mm-hmm. Well, even even the new bombers that they introduced, and I was going, oh, those aren't Y wing bombers, and I'm like, oh no, no, this is a new type of bomber with all those <laughs> yeah. bombs in there, just Yikes. row upon row upon row yeah. of bomb, and then the way they drop, they just kind of drop column at a time. Ooh, yeah. That was devastating. It was really cool. It was neat to see. Uh, it was very Paige, cool to see. The whole thing with Paige. I'm like, that's I know. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about this Paige. This is going to make me want to jump ahead, but can I just say that I'm a little bit peeved that they introduce a whole bunch of new women characters, and then they kill a whole bunch of new women characters. Thanks, Ryan. But anyway, mm. we'll get into that more. <laughs> well, um, they they pulled a Finn with a right. with Rose. Yeah, yeah. They pulled a Finn with oh, a Rose. Well, yes. I mean, I don't think she's dead for sure. Yeah. Not. No, no. Okay. She'll good. be. Jeez, she'll be. Man. She'll be in episode nine for sure. You she'll don't. Speaking of her, wake up in a suit leaking and like, can, whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about no? <laughs> I guess we'll get Speaking there. Speaking of um, her, she to me is one of the new highlights of of the the whole series. Her character yes. is such a great character and I love her already. I just adore her. I love having that viewpoint. Like, yeah. you know, she's on, I mean, so, you know, Poe, we get Poe and Leia and, you know, kind of these like upper echelon yeah. resistant yeah. fighters. And she's like boots to the ground, working the machines behind right. the scenes, the grunt yes. work, basically. And, and these are the people girl. that we never, yes, but <laughs> I mean, like, these are girl. the people we never get, yeah. And, we don't get to see that. Like, we've never seen that before. I mean, these are people, like, you would imagine back in the original trilogy, like, people like her feeling that way about, like, Han and Leia. Right. Yes. And Luke. Totally. Yes. So it's cool. It's cool to see that. The other thing that I really liked about Rose is that we get more of that emotional connection um, and background to, like, these are real people. Like, her sister died taking out you know this was their life and you know obviously you know they she knew that that might be what she signed up for but like it it takes a toll like it has a toll on these people there's a cost there's there's a cost all these battles yep and i feel like a lot of times that's really glossed over and actually in this movie it felt like the cost really slaps you in the face yeah from and beginning think, to end. I agree. And I and I think that they did a good job of really showcasing that throughout the whole film. Like from that first sequence when Leia's looking at her screen. And even though the, the battle mm-hmm. was a success, it showed just how many losses there were. Yeah. yeah. And that was, All and the then, bombers, you know, you know yeah. and then mentioning it on top of that, you know, um, mm-hmm. it really, it really showed. Yeah, that 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 there are there's there's costs that are very very dear in this whole thing, mm-hmm. and throughout the film they did a good job of of really reminding people of that. That's something they always gloss over in the other movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everyone blows up, but then there's always more X wings or more pilots later on. Inexplicably, this is the first time where people die and you feel it because oh my god, how many of them are actually there's- left now? There's no replacements. Yeah. Then, the mean, only part that uh, was, yeah. 
Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the only part where it was a little bit weird was at the end when they're on crate and you've got all the people in the trenches and it was kind of like, wait, where'd all those people come from? I thought everybody yeah. had died <laughs> or almost everybody had died, but I guess not quite. They, that's not the end, the end. They were all dead by the end. <laughs> just saying, by the, by the end, the resistance all fits on the Falcon. Yeah, that's, that's how and hey, decimated po, that's scary. Poe was on the Falcon. Oh, Poe was on the Falcon. That's that right. Introducing that, yeah. himself to Ray. <laughs> Another thing you predicted. Uh, yeah. Not flying it, but no. he was he was there. Yeah. He was there. No. Uh yeah. <laughs> we got so that much. first sequence and then we pick up with Ray and Luke. And we get the sight gag, and we get Luke saying, no, 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 leave me alone. And who knocks on the door? <laughs> knocks down the door. Our favorite Wookiee. Yeah, and, that, that and, was pretty great. And Luke becomes Luke then again. And it's cool. And every time he sees throughout the trilogy, every time he sees, in a, in, um, or throughout the rest of the film, every time he sees an original trilogy cast member, we see old Luke again, just a yeah. glimmer of that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a glimmer of of that that connection, you know, of him still being that that farm boy trying to find his way through um, what was then called the rebellion. Um, it's really cool. Really can cool. I just, to see. Can I just throw out there? I love that wink he threw at three PO. Yeah, near the end. Yeah, that was, like perfect. That was, yeah. I, I wanted some sort of interaction, but I didn't know I wanted that specifically. Like, I'm so, <laughs> I, I prefer that over actual dialogue. That just felt right for me. Yep. I did think Luke in Arc 2 was very sweet. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Nice throwback in that shot, in that scene. Very uh, yeah, nice throwback. When, when, when he's, uh, when he's on the Falcon, um, <laughs> R2 no playing those playing that guilt a little bit uh <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> oh man i know that was i i oh i i never in my brain would have done that you know and to have a director so th- like in star wars like his it's obviously in his dna uh-huh. and he thinks to to do that in the film just, well, just so- as one of the highlights that um, that show that although this is a very different Star Wars movie than we've ever seen, it's also, I mean, you can tell that this was created with love by a Star Wars fan. Yes, and that's one of the totally. examples. And I think I think Ryan, your name's not <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> knows what I'm going to say. But do you remember there was that? little news article that came out months and months and months ago talking about how when Ryan was, you know, he and JJ were kind of talking about where things were going to go and Ryan was starting to plot out eight and he asked JJ Abrams to make one change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wanted R2 on the island instead of BB-8. And part of me thinks that the reason that he wanted that change was for that scene specifically in the Falcon. It had to be. Headcanon accepted. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if that's not, that's totally what I think. Just is be so that that R2 can replay the message. And it actually, that combined with all of the musical callbacks to A New mm-hmm. Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wack. score is like, amazing. It just, it, it weaves, it weaves in kind of all of that together, you know, bringing just all those little bits, bringing that all together. I'm yeah. so excited for the soundtrack. I wanted to go get it tonight. And oh, my yeah, wife, you gotta my go wife, get it. my wife says to me, do you want anything for Christmas? And I'm like, okay, I guess I can wait. <laughs> You know, tomorrow, as we record this, today's the 15th of December. Tomorrow's my birthday. So I'm kind of hoping she'll get it for me for tomorrow. For your birthday. I can wait for Christmas, too. So, But, yeah, I'm I'm super psyched about getting the soundtrack and just playing it over and over and over again. Perfect blend of old and new. Yeah, really was. I just, from from the opening opening shot which was a direct callback to the beginning of a new hope to other sprinklings of music that we heard from there it's just yeah the blend of old and new very emotional and oh. very well done <laughs> I, I, I just want to point out that uh last episode i said if luke does end up you know having his moment it's gonna be to that track that track right there that was the track that was, yeah. the track. <laughs> that was the track. All right. That, okay. that was the track. <laughs> what was the name of that track? Now you can tell us. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You're, and you were spot on. I still haven't looked at the track listing because I was nervous to do it. <laughs> Adrian and I cheated, and we yeah. did, but I didn't, I didn't want to talk about any of that well before. no didn't i check first and then say don't worry there's no qui-gon's noble end here or anything yeah <laughs> yeah even you though did, you I... said you had checked i still said i don't want to know <laughs> because it might have like a planet name on it and i i didn't know which way we'd be i knew which planets we'd be going to in most cases i just didn't know which order we'd be seeing those planets so i didn't even want to know that you know. Yeah, and the soundtrack did pretty much lay out like you could kind of guess that was where it was going to where go. it was going to go to. The okay. only kind of yeah. spoilerly type of thing was oh, battle of crates near the end. Is that the final battle? Yeah, and not the yeah, beginning exactly. of the movie. I thought this right. was Empire Strikes Back all over again. What the hell? Right, totally. <laughs> yeah, and, totally. And Adrian, so yeah, for anyone who thinks this is an Empire Empire Strikes Back rehash, <laughs> get no. out. No, yeah. yeah. Get- <laughs> <laughs> now it's, wait a minute. Not. There, there I, are some similarities. Well, you know, yeah, you've got there are. You, you've you've got a a battle with walkers on a white battlefield. Yeah, but yeah. I would say that overall the similarities are very superficial. It's I think more right. Return I mean, of the Jedi for me. If you're gonna, yes. if you have to compare it to one of the OG trilogies, if you have to, it's Return of the Jedi. I totally agree. I got Return now, of the Jedi what, vibes. Now, just help me out. Um, what makes you say that? Some of you, really? Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> just spell it out for me. Spell it out for me. What what makes you say it's way more Jedi than Empire? Well, 
I mean, I have in my the, reasons why. I just quite, want to hear your reasons why. In the quite literal sense, of like, I'm just going to put things at face value. Everything in Snoke's throne room up until Kylo turns it all around. <laughs> right. Was almost like Literally shot for shot. It all yeah, she, the hero turns herself in, seeks out the antagonist. The antagonist yeah. takes the hero to the master. The master's all good and evil. Oh, you don't need those anymore. And the, and the cuffs right. fall off. And then right. you'll fail, your highness, or your Snokeness, whatever. Uh, right. I'm going to torture you now with the force for your insolence. Right. Uh, oh, look at your right. rebel friends dying out here. I'm like, yeah. come on. Yeah. All right. Come on, Ryan. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I should not have doubted you. You know what you're doing because holy crap. What the hell just happened? Wow. Much. I, I, yeah, I, I yelled. And, and I was like, what is what is this? What? <laughs> I mean, that, that's exactly what I was thinking you were saying. I just wanted to hear you say it. You know, it's yeah. all about and, the throne room, you know? Yes. And then thematically, and that, too, thematically, um, overall, the movie, this is about finally putting to end a new beginnings, like putting to end the old guard or whatever, and then in some sort of new beginning, which traditionally would right. come at the end of a trilogy, like, as, you know, as Star Wars has been. Yeah. Only this happened in the middle chapter. In the middle, I know. So, I mean, we're, we'll wrap up the discussion with the, the topic I'm going to bring up next, but we're going to go back and talk about the rest of the film before we do that. But the <laughs> next thing that, but at some point, we're going to, we're going to have to talk about speculation for the next film because this whole thing has been turned up, turned upside down. And, um, yeah. or maybe even about the next trilogy. There might be clues to yes, the next trilogy. The next at the trilogy. Very end. I am so, so, so much more oh. pumped now. Because yeah. oh I God. know what we're going to get is going to be so weird, so yeah. sci fi, yeah. so yeah. not what we expect. Yeah. Yeah. In all the but best anyway, ways possible. Yeah. Before we get there, uh, there's still plenty to talk about <laughs> in the rest of this film. <laughs> so so much. much to talk about. Um, and, you know, we, we talked about the Octu, we talked about that initial scene. Uh, what we haven't really talked about was, um, Kylo Ren, um, and that, that first meeting with Snoke, where, um, he walks in and Snoke is wrapping things up with the, uh, what'd they call him? The, the pasty. General Hux. Uh, yeah, General Hux. What, what, what did <laughs> the pasty? What did, what the did pasty ginger? Call him? The, the, the pasty. Hilarious. Did he call him a ginger? Or he wasn't a ginger. He didn't call him he a ginger. ginger. No. I think he said red hair, didn't he? Didn't he point out red hair? Kind of pasty. Red I think hair. he might have. Yeah. Uh, this is why I need to see it more than twice to to pick up on yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but so Snoke is wrapping things up, and it's the first time we see Snoke not in hologram form. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, we'd seen him in promotional stuff. And mm -hmm. um, and he's like, yeah, you got him on a string. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. And then Kylo comes in. And he's all... The first thing he does is foreshadow what he's doing to Kylo by saying, you wonder why I put a rabid cur in such a high place? Well, if you... 
what do you say? If you mess with his weaknesses, it becomes a strength or something like that, right? Oh God, you're so right, John. I need well, yeah. I need to see this movie again. I'm and and that's exactly what he does we did this. in the rest of the film with Kylo no. and that's, with and with Ray. You're yeah. So yeah. he is like he did tell him I mean, what he was going to do. That's right. He totally. Wow. Yeah, it, he said, wow. "This is why I put him here," and it's like, "This is what I'm also doing to you." It's like, mm-hmm. how come you couldn't see that? Mm-hmm. And then he goes on that, that same conversation. He flips it around and says, you're weak. Take that stupid helmet off and all that stuff. And he just starts working on it right away. Even in that same conversation, he's picking yeah. at his flaws. He's picking at his weaknesses. And he's bringing them right to his side just <laughs> by doing You need to off. prove to me. me laugh. <laughs> I know, yeah. Take that stupid thing off. Oh, and it works. It did, yeah. Just brilliant, brilliant writing that. Oh my god, you have n- you're, you, you you're, have you're no so idea right. how brilliant that actually is. I think right now because it works so well within the universe, but just outside the bigger plan, I think yeah, it's just yeah. I mean. Mm. go ahead Ken you're gonna say something oh well I'm just gonna you know keep yes that that was a great scene and John you've seen it twice and so I think you you're ahead of us a little bit Mm because like I'm I mean I need to see it again like I'm still like oh you're that's totally right I think I didn't even you know, this is you help connect those dots because, like, you know, I saw that scene, and you kind of you see Kylo, you know, trying to to start this transformation, which is not quite complete yet. And and he says, but, "I've given you everything." Yeah, killed him like, solo. Yeah, you haven't given me everything. Get out there and go do it. And then he couldn't do it. He couldn't yeah. pull the trigger on mom. But somebody else uh, did. Yep, yeah, his his wingmen both did. It was kind of cool. So before we we're gonna get into that. All just right, just okay. I want to point out that his wingmen killed Akbar. Just just right. That yes, now. <laughs> I know, dude. Akbar deserved better. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's a dra- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a dra- oh. <laughs> But but it, I do I do want to say it it was cool to see Kylo Ben Solo out there flying his fighter like we've seen his uncle his father his grandfather right. that was kind yeah. of a, a neat um, I'm I'm totally down to, I'm totally down with Kylo Ren oh <laughs> this is but this yes, is what I was this is part of what I was hoping for. Yes, John. In the you. last thing, this was one of the things that I was really hoping for, is that Kylo would go full dark side. And, and I think you. he's close, but he's not quite where I, I was. Actually, yeah. uh, John, I, I wanted to tell you this episode, too. Uh, not just great call, but damn, you were so freaking right. Because at first, it's like, okay, yeah, there is some sort of redeeming thing here going on. That's it, That's interesting. That's cool. Okay, that's nice. 
And that's pretty much the end of that. But then when he just went all full on, no, let everything just burn and we'll rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. Kill it all. Just yeah. kill it all. Just, yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, kill what's it this if you going have on? To. Yeah. I did not want him to go full on dark side because I still thought he was going to be under Snoke. Under some right. sort of. But no, now he's yeah. the supreme leader pretty much. Okay, that yeah. I like. Vader killed the Emperor and took over. That's what this is now. Okay. Right. Great, John. Yes. So, yeah, I, um, you, you converted me there. Which is, which is, I mean, since we fast forwarded so much of the movie to that point, um, this is, this is something that we've not seen in Star Wars before. We've always had the rule of two, the master and the apprentice. So now we have somebody who's not quite a master of evil, who is this loose cannon who runs on pure emotion and, and anger and all that stuff. Now he's in charge of everything. And how scary is that? Yeah. That's Plus frightening. He and, he and Hawks are going to be... It's almost like the real world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ouch. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Believe me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, let's... Uh, before we... We're going to change the name to, to the, the huge end. order. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Bigly order. The bigly order. <laughs> bigly. bigly. Um, but yes, let's let's go back to 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 Kylo attacking yeah. the resistance ships and All right. the destruction or the um anyway, his his co-pilots taking out um what the bridge i guess the bridge, the bridge of uh, uh the the cruiser the carrier and i have to say that i think i almost had a heart attack like yeah. i thought i was going to die and yeah. i was like are you four letter word kidding me right now right no i was, I was like the this same. Can, i was like this cannot be it if this is it, I'm walking out. Like, no, I, you're done. Like, you're not you walking me. out. You would I, not have walked out. You would have okay, walked. Don't lie to me. Don't I lie to me. I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have walked out. out. But <laughs> all right, all right. Call my bluff. If Jar Jar came out. back from the dead and saved the day, you still wouldn't have walked out. That's Misa. probably true. <laughs> I would have looked around and seen other people's reactions, but I wouldn't have right. walked out. <laughs> but no, to that but, moment, to that very second, um, when I thought, that's it. That's how they end Carrie's role. I, I mean, I so mad. I, I wept. Yeah, that was a very powerful scene. That was that was that was just, and then her body floating in space. <sighs> I was like, no. I oh I don't yeah, want I was, that. I was yeah, I was livid. I wasn't even like that sad. I was angry. No, I mean, I, I like I had the rage. Oh no, I was, I, I was. The moment they showed her body, it's like okay, something's gonna happen. I don't know what, but something's gonna happen. Well, then I'm like, yes. Cat Ray, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cat Ray happened. Predicting yeah. the movie. Then her oh. theme starts playing, and I'm like, that oh. that's when I wept. Like it, yeah. it just I got I got angry at that moment. Because I'm like, why couldn't something this beautiful happen in real life? Why? Why did? Uh, just, uh, see, even now I'm kind of. That's yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, oh my god. So, so that I mean, 
Adrian, yes, you hit it on the head. Like, that's the moment that we wanted in real life. Like, when we yeah. learned about Carrie, that's what we wanted to happen. And I we think... wanted her to pull through. And I, you know, oof, I'm going to get teary But, like, you know, that's that's what we had been hoping for. And so to, to see that on the screen, to see her reach out and use the force, use the force. and freaking pull herself back to the ship was amazing yeah and beautiful and so gorgeously done that you know leia's theme and you know the way it was shot i I gotta ask i gotta wonder had things not gone the way they did in the real world would that scene have had the emotional impact it had because when they filmed it i think it's that i think it still would have I think it still would have because of what happened in the previous film with with Han's character, you know, exiting the series. I think even even though Carrie died in real life, um, seeing her character put through that um, would have had a similar, maybe not exactly the same impact, but a similar one because we know that. You know, oh the, no! I, I, we, I, I agree that it would have been a very powerful Han Solo getting shanked through the yeah mid yeah. I, it would have been that kind of scene too. Uh, yeah, right. But what I mean is just all these real world emotions just coming out. I, I left the movie for a bit at that point because I, again I got angry. I, it was one of those yeah. why why type of things and yeah yeah. I mean just. I think, um, I mean, for me, yeah, I I agree. I think the emotional impact wouldn't have been quite as strong on on a real world level if Carrie was still alive. I mean, yes, it would have yeah. had an emotional impact. No, no if and buts about it. It would have had right. an emotional impact because of what we've seen before. Absolutely. But I think I think with Carrie's passing. That scene, you know, that, like, you know, that just hits, like, the that's what we wanted Well, deep you're down. right. And, and, and at the so, same time, even though she saves herself, there's still an element of tragedy because we know mm-hmm. in real life she didn't. Yeah. And plus, we get to see Leia actively using the Force. Right. Which Seriously. Since, you know, we knew since 1983, as long as I've been alive, Return of the Jedi's been out, (laughs) we knew that Leia had the Force. I mean, hell, you could go back to 1980 and Empire Strikes Back and she can hear Luke. But, you know, we knew Leia had this connection to the Force. And finally, finally, 34 years later, we get to see Leia actively using the Force. Yeah. And hell yes. So thank you, Ryan Johnson. My, my prediction <laughs> came true, and yeah. I could not be happier about that. And yeah, I'm I'm yeah, glad like, that we got that. One Easily things, one of the best moments yeah. of the film, too. One, mm. one of the most... I mean, you know, there are some other moments that we'll talk about, but that was that was one of the most beautiful moments. For sure. For up there in the top, you know, three in this movie for me. 
Yeah. One of one of one of my wife's uh, things that she she picked up on in this film was uh, back on uh, Octu. Luke gets that big pole and flies across the the water filled canyon, mm-hmm. and then uses <laughs> it to jab that fish. Yeah. And uh-huh. she said. I'm watching it, and I'm going, no way. Nobody would be able to do that. And I'm like, wait. Oh, but he's a Jedi. It's cool. You know? So it's like, oh, yeah, he's got the Force. He could totally do that. Mm-hmm. And and so it's like, it's cool that, like, you know, just regular housewife, my wife, you know, um, can watch a movie and then think about it in real life terms and then go, oh, yeah, there's space magic involved, too. Uh, and and then be totally cool with it and watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> My question was, how do you get the fish out of the water? <laughs> right, I know. What do you, well, you used the force. Use the force. Oh, it, uh, that's, actually, well, that's actually something I wanted yeah. to ask you guys. He but he said he'd closed oh. himself off from yeah. the force. Like, he didn't realize that Han was dead, which was a little bit jarring. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Because Where's it was like, Han? are you... Where's Han? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And and then when it's revealed that he's kind of closed himself off from the forest, that was like, a big deal. And that scene later where he reconnects with it, where he brings it back, mm-hmm. I think he was just doing that because he's badass. <laughs> he was able to. I don't think he was really well, using ain't any. No, ain't ain't no regular man gonna lift up a log that long and spear a fish with it. So there had to be <laughs> some parts of the forest that he was still manipulating. There had to be. Potentially. Fair, Fair point. Yeah. Yeah, Fair. you're right, because that, that I, would make more, more sense. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, space magic. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, the answer to anything in Star Wars that doesn't yeah. immediately make sense. Oh, it's the Force, dude. It's the Force. Oh. Yeah. That's not how the Force works. Yeah, it is. Right. It's the Force. Yeah. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently now the Force also involves God, which we hadn't seen in another Star Wars movie, because twice <laughs> in this film... They said, Godspeed. What? Okay, well, so the one time I get... What was the second time? The, I re- one, the one was the first rebel ship that got destroyed um, as they were like uh, uh, trying to get away from... Uh, as the, the transports, uh, you mean? Or? Right, the transport. The guy who was on the transport screamed, oh. Godspeed! You know, oh. Godspeed rebels or... Resistance or whatever. God, so I think the I first totally missed that. The first, uh, the second one I got when second Haldo one, is Haldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, twice they well, bring up God. Well, hold on, though. Is that really such a in big the, deal? In the phrase of Godspeed, is that really huh? such a big deal, though? Because I mean, you said I remember you mentioned you mentioned that when we were chatting a little. Yeah. Bit. Han said, I'll see you in hell in Empire Strikes Back. So there has been references to... To hell. To hell before. Sure. Plus, it's it's a large galaxy. Are we just gonna... I mean, yes, like, the Jedi kind of have their... (laughs) Christians exist in the Star Wars galaxy? Well, not Christians, but gods. I mean, mean, you know, like, they're all... No matter matter what culture 
you have come from, there's always some sort of mythical, you know, the Norse, the Greeks, the, the you know, African, yeah, the Hindu, you know, yeah. different tribes in Africa that have their the own. There's always the Egyptians, you know, there's mythol. Every culture mm-hmm. has its mythologies. And I yeah. think, you know, in a galaxy far, far away, there are going to be cultures that have some of those mythologies. And just because that hasn't played a a part, it is a little jarring to hear that because, of course, we automatically default to, like, judo-Christianity. What we know. You bet. What we know. You know, and so... So it is... I I mean, John, I'm with you. Like, hearing that, I was kind of like, uh, say what? Oh, no, I'm I'm not. Uh, You know... I'm with you guys, too. Believe me, I'm not knocking it or or putting it down or, you know, and that sort of thing, to paraphrase John Lennon. Um, But it was... (laughs) It just... um, like when he said, you know, the bigger than Jesus thing. Um, it, it just <laughs> seemed like it took me out for a second and went, whoa. Yeah. Okay, now that's now that's part of Star Wars. You oh, know? Yeah. Honestly, like, the line that took me out more than the Godspeed was Poe saying big-ass Thor. Oh, was it Chrome Dome? <laughs> no, yeah, no, that was well, Finn. Chrome Dome, was, Chrome Dome was another one. I was like, uh, do they really? really call it Chrome in Star Wars? They, you know. Really? I mean, that's, that's just like hmm, interesting. Yeah, Chrome Dome to me is just such an Earth term, you know. I mean, it took just me out, but for a different reason. It re- it, yeah, it reminded me of Transformers real quick because I think they call Megatron that at some point. But oh, <laughs> but yeah, the little sidetrack. Oh, oh, Chrome Dome. Whatever. They called him Chrome Dome at some point. I think they called him Chrome Dome. I'm like Megatron. Yeah. No, fast. I was, and I thought, oh wait, wait, big ass door. No, okay, yeah, Chrome Dome, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I think this kind of goes back to our discussion earlier with the humor, is that there are kind of a little bit more of this modern language that's kind of entered the Star Wars lexicon, which is a little bit jarring, but I think, you know, when when you think about, okay, it's been 20 years since the prequels were made, and 40 years since the original trilogy was made. So, yes, you know, at some point, you know, our language has evolved. Our language is ever changing. So this is, you know, this is going to keep happening. And Mm -hmm. I guess we'll either get used to it or we won't. We've got to have something to nitpick, I guess. You know, um, (laughs) while we're we're on the humor, I will say I adored, I adored when Ray, quote unquote, reaches out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that, that was, too. Yes. Yeah, that was and that big so strong blade wish. of grass. <laughs> that leaf or whatever it was, blade of grass. Yeah, the blade of grass. That's I can feel it. <laughs> you're so strong with it. Like Luke's like, you're so strong with I, it. Oh, my God. I lost I it. I love that, too. I did yeah. love that. I think... I, yes, that that was that was a great little moment. And I think one of the things <laughs> that I, I just want to say real quick is that... So, you know, we've had two years in between this movie in between the force awakens and the last jedi but literally the last jedi takes place almost immediately after the force awakens and it literally spans maybe two days like we're not looking at a huge chunk of time here and one of the things i just want to say that i about Daisy and Ray is that I love how even though obviously time passed between the filming of these that she still um, 
is able, you know, Ray kind of still had a lot of that like naivete that you know yeah. her character had in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, I agree that Daisy was able to retain that despite the the breaks in filming and and that continuity of acting and you know where what Ray would be feeling as she's as she's thrown into these new different worlds experiencing different things and that so just you know props to Daisy seriously for, no you for you that just nailed because, it because because she was able to maintain that, even though obviously in this time she's matured as an act, which maybe that's a good thing. You know, she's matured as an actress and, and you're right. You know, honed I her mean, craft. That, so it all comes down to all of them. Yeah. From, uh, from JJ saying your acting is kind of wooden in your first day on a Star Wars movie to what we saw last night in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, yeah. She's a great actress. But and her just I, her earnestness as Ray is very endearing and charming. And I'm, you know, we'll talk about speculations for episode nine because I definitely have some. Uh. And I think I think that 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 carries on throughout all the actors. I think everybody did great. Mark Every Hamill, single like Mark, I, I Mark gotta, Hamill. Oh Mark my Hamill. gosh! I want him to win an Oscar. I really do. <laughs> Because he was so good, and I thought that Laura Dern was fantastic. Laura Dern was great. Adam she Driver. was amazing. Adam, Adam Driver. Driver was wonderful. So um, good. Benicio del Toro. Benicio was pretty. I mean, you know how Benicio del Toro actually is. Yeah, that was yeah. not Benicio del Toro. So exactly. Like, okay. His yeah. acting was, and to give him that that uh, that tick that uh, stutter. Was such a cool little add-on piece to that, just to make yeah. him more interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought John Boyega again. Here's a British actor doing an American accent through the entire film, not once breaking, you know, not once sounding British to me. No, and he's, he takes to that so naturally. Dude's got such acting chops; it's ridiculous. Yeah. And we have to just keep in mind that he doesn't speak normally with an American accent acting all around in this film was just spot on cat ray can i can i yeah i do have something yes. to say um not that i think we can really pigeonhole any of these actors but i just want to throw it out there if nobody else has john boyega is totally the harrison ford of the the actors here and that you know i think his career and not that the others won't because obviously they're doing other stuff too but he strikes me as you know like he's going to be the action guy i think and he's already well, I think pacific he's already rim too is pacific coming out, is coming right? out. Yeah. it looks pretty dope well, i mean yeah you know <laughs> like you know him. You, yes yeah like you know where i but like that's totally the feeling that i get from him is like i think he's, he's gonna the mega have, star that's going to be known for other things other than star wars yeah. I don't know. Maybe Daisy too. I I hope so. She was. On I mean, Murder legitimately. Express. I hope she's doing another movie too. That's coming out. Another action movie. Yeah. I mean, I I do. I hope. I you know, honestly, I hope that for all of them because I think they're all good actors. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac, exactly. Yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Dom Hell Gleason. Dom No. Yeah. Gle- sorry, I'm totally <laughs> butchering his Irish name. I think you know, it's just plays- Donald. Donald, I think it's just pronounced yeah. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. I mean, he's done some excellent work in, you know, at in British cinema and in other small. So they have it's it's such a good 
cast. And so, I mean, like, legitimately, I want them all to do well and sure. continue to do that. But, like, he definitely, John Boyega as Finn has that very charismatic action hero. And I don't know. I was just thinking that last night, which is not to denigrate any of the other cast members who I think are all excellent. I think so. they're all wonderful. And, and, you know, the new cast members as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, is it Marie Tran? Is that her name? Kelly, Kelly Marie, Marie Tran. Tran. Kelly Marie Kelly. Tran. She was amazing in this film. She was she fantastic. Was <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they all good, were. Great cast. I mean, I, I, I just think we're not used to this level of acting in, in our Star Wars. In a Star Wars movie. In a, in a, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. The other nice touch was um, later on afterwards, my wife and I, were. she didn't come with me to the second viewing. So she only saw it once. What? And she had a lot of questions when I came home at 1 o'clock in the morning from the second <laughs> viewing. She was still awake. And she one of the things that she said to me um, was um, that she liked that Luke Skywalker was still kind of whiny. And I'm like, you're right. He's being whiny about the Jedi not you know, continuing and stuff. I'm like, he's being true to his character. All these years later, he's still a little whiny. I'm oh not going to teach you the Jedi. I'm not going to. God. <laughs> Seriously. That's what what you just said. Much joy it brings to my heart, John. Yeah. He is true it, well, that's from to the wife. his character. Yeah. People are mad for what Luke was in this movie. And um, I had to think about it for a while. But no, what happened with Luke was that's character-driven goodness right there. And the nice thing about it, the nice thing about it is even in this film, he still overcomes that to come save Mm -hmm. the day at the end. Yeah. Which is also true to his character. Totally. He overcomes it, but he doesn't just go back to the old Jedi warrior that everyone was kind of right. expecting. He does yeah. it in mm-hmm. this way that is in line with what we Luke saw way. from this movie. In, yeah, He does it in the way, and Adrian, you and I were talking about this earlier, he, he goes back to Return of the Jedi. Like, he... He embraces he embraces the the pacifist. I'm not gonna fight. Mm-hmm. I you know I'm above that. I'm a Jedi. I don't need this. You know I don't I don't need it. I mean he had he did get the lightsaber, which was super awesome. Which but the other big problem of this film I had mm-hmm. the other one. It's the color of that lightsaber at that moment. (laughs) Because the blue one was destroyed. I know Luke didn't know that. Yes. The blue one was destroyed at that point. It was snapped in half, right? uh, Luke didn't know that. And that that should have been our clue, right? Right. It It should have. totally my clue. Uh, Yeah. but, but, But if they'd have just turned that stupid lightsaber green... (laughs) <laughs> we, none of us would have suspected it, and it would have made perfect no, sense. No, no, like that's it was. You want to hear? You want to see my walkthrough? My thought process here? Like I was so yeah. distracted by that whole sequence that I I missed Luke and Leia's theme playing. Oh wow! Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. I kicked myself. Oh, well, wait, I'm disappointed in was, was you. Was it just the just for men die in his beard? He looked the way he looked <laughs> in his flashbacks. 
Yeah, you're so right. So when he's he walking did. in, I'm like, okay, wait, no, this flashback, Luke. Oh, okay, Leia can see him. Leia's going to be talking to him. But then I see everyone else kind of reacting to him, even 3PO. I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess he did. Okay, he pulled that X-Wing out out of the water. Stopped for a haircut. <laughs> he got a haircut. He dyed his beard. <laughs> okay, then. I guess he really did just... All right, he freshened himself up for his big final whatever. Okay, cool. I can dig it. Then I see the the Skywalker hilt on his belt. I'm like, wait. I know. I saw that. And I'm like, what? What? Is that going to be? I thought that he would ignite it and be the red Vader lightsaber. The red Vader. Mm. I. That's what I thought. I I'm thought. Like, Is that the Vader lightsaber? I thought he made a second lightsaber at some point. And, you, you know, in the Star Wars lore, when you make lightsabers, they kind of take on a life of their own, and you end up with a sure, yeah. whatever design you end up with, kind of, so to right. speak. I thought he that was another one he ended up making, and it just ended up looking like that for, you know, legacy reasons. That was my whole, he's just not an apparition of Force vision because everyone else is seeing him. So, okay, he made a new lightsaber that just happens to look identical to that one. But the flashback Luke had the green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And this did. this Luke yeah. didn't. Does that so count right. was, Does that count so as ignite me, the green? I think so. I think the flashback does it. count it as was, that. It was lit. Yeah. <laughs> he was about to murder his nephew. <laughs> yeah. Well he, yeah. he thought for a split so, second. Yeah. For a split second. Which I have to say, and I'm I'm sure there are some people, well, there's always somebody, I'm sure there are some people that are unhappy with that, but I actually, I really liked the juxtaposition between Luke's story, or Luke's version, and Kylo's version, because, of course, as is always the case, the truth is somewhere in the middle, and so, yeah. you know, and I think, and I, and that felt... Right. Real? So, you know, Kylo has his right. version. Luke is trying to paint himself as coming off better. And really, Luke gave in to a moment of fear. And then Kylo took it and ran. And, you yeah. know, so... And that felt... And that felt right, I think. I mean, I was I was really afraid when Kylo was asking Rey, did he tell you? You know what, and kind of, and clearly setting up that like not is all. You know, it's not all as we suspected. And I was like, no, they wouldn't. Would they? I was gonna. (laughs) No, I was like, no, no, no. If they go there with Luke, mm -mm, mm mm-mm. Like I'm. That's that would totally have ruined Luke's character for me. And I was prepared to have shouty words about that. But I think the way that it end that it ends up being what ended up happening is much more true to what I think of Luke's character. Also, I want to point out the whole uh, uh, overthrow be- between Luke and Ben and the whole Knights of Ren and whatnot. That happened much later in the timeline that I had imagined beforehand based on the way they looked. Well, if you read Bloodline, uh, that's on my list. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've I've read three pages. Does that count? No. Need uh, <laughs> to break it to you. But but where because at that point in the timeline, which is about six years, this isn't really that spoilery. Which is about six years before TFA. 
Ben has not turned to Kylo yet. So it's a more like Kylo has not. I mean, we we still don't know how close to TFA the turn was. I mean, maybe right around that time, but it has not been that long. It's been years, though. I think it's established that Luke was hiding for years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't know. But it hasn't been like a decade. I imagine that it was something like that. Yeah. Like 10 or 15 years, maybe? Yeah. If if, if I was more of a, if I was less of an uncultured swine and I had read the book, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would be like, oh, okay. But, you know, just because I am uncultured swine. Yeah. I was just really surprised by that. One more thing about uh, Luke on Octu mm-hmm. um, that that goes back into the humor thing. Um, were those things on the beach? Were those moofs that he was getting milk from? <laughs> God, I hope so. Is Luke a moof milker? <laughs> He's a moof milker. I thought is that a move? <laughs> I have no idea what you know that what? was. Let me let me check. Sea cow. Yeah. Space sea cow. <laughs> That has I mean, to be a move, right? <laughs> Unless there's now a third Star Wars creature that that humanoids um, can milk for drink their drinking Wait. pleasure. I am sorry, John. That is not a move. It's not a move. Nope. Okay. What do they call it? Does it have a name? Uh, this is see. why I need to go by the visual dictionary. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll be in there, huh? Hope so. Yeah. Something to check out later. Now I can go buy all those books and ah, I'm so excited. The art of book, the visual dictionary. I'm so excited. Christmas is coming and my birthday is tomorrow. Come on, people. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's excited. I was, I, I, I think there's a lost opportunity. That should have been a move. It was a, a bad move not to make that a moof. A moof <laughs> was a creature of the galaxy that had hoofed feet, a thick hide, and secreted milk. Okay. There were individuals who milked moofs, which inspired the, ter- the term moof milker as an insult right. to a person's intelligence. Okay. That's pretty much all we got. All right. Well, Luke's not a moof milker then. There's not even a photo here. Oh wait! I could totally head. Oh. Oh well, that's legends. I don't know. If that's actually. <laughs> yeah. Get that out of here. Get that out of here. Sorry, not sorry, right, Cat? <laughs> what was yep. the? So we had we had after the the explosion on the bridge. Then we're introduced to Laura Dern's character, Admiral Haldo. Admiral Vice Admiral. Haldo. Sorry, Vice, Vice Admiral, Admiral Haldo. Haldo. And. And she just seems just like, that's not a leader type figure. And I think that's exactly what Poe was insinuating. Wait, this is the lady who won at the battle of whatever it was? And then he goes to talk to her, and she immediately dresses him down and makes him feel (laughs) small. And I'm like, oh, she's got a good, she's got a a nice leadership side to her. She's just like a lot of people's boss, you know? Yeah, she ain't going to take your ish. You no, <laughs> no. She, but one she of might. my issues 
was that <laughs> she wouldn't just share the plan with Poe. I, I I have a counter for that because it bugged me too. Okay, yeah, please help me because that's uh, one area I'm struggling. It's like, yeah, I mean, I realize that some things are confidential and you don't have to tell. No, all the it, wasn't, it wasn't that simple. It's it's got to be something else. So enlighten me, good sir. I don't know if this will make it necessarily better, but because it's not really in universe, but Poe's big whole character arc here was learning pretty much to trust others you know, trust those that have been doing this and not just run in shooting you're not the one in charge of everyone it's not always what you think is the best because you don't have all the intel you don't know what's going to happen right. trust the people that do know more that have more experience so they with that in mind had they told him the plan he probably would have tried to hijack it some way to make it more aggressive and more heroic that was it. You stopped trying to be a hero. With, now, well, do you think he learned the lesson? Yeah, during the Battle of the Great. I think so. Yeah. It's like he told everyone to pull back. And then Finn was the one that was all like, no, man. I know, yeah. And then Rose saves him. And then Rose saves him. Don't fight what you Which hate. You fight hurt. for what you oh, love. No. Kiss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and God. another great line, That's right? That's a great quote. Yeah, I was like, Boom. Yeah, all right. I, I dig that quote. The kiss was kind of corny, but damn, that was a good quote. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't think the kiss was corny. I think the kiss was needed. I think it was I necessary. It was, I thought it was sweet. I think the attraction was, was kind of forced. Is a thing. Although totally infringing on my Finn Ray dreams. So no, it's right. all about anyway. Poe Ray now. It's Poe Ray. You know what though? I don't know that that. Uh, Finn is uh, reciprocating the feelings yeah, that Rose I has. I agree. He was pretty happy so I, to see Ray. At he the was end. very happy to see Ray, and his whole motivation was to make Ray. sure that Ray wouldn't come back to this mess that they were in. Um, so he I think to you're. Save Ray. I think you're safe. I think Finn <laughs> Ray is still a very distinct possibility in our future, and we'll find out in probably the next film. Yes, Adrian. Adrian. All right, so two-part question here, if I, if I okay. may. Okay, all right, bring it on. So, first part, did that help you a little bit with why that you wouldn't tell Poe about the plan? Oh, totally, yes. Oh, no. And that's where my brain was going. It's like, okay, you don't tell the hot shot because he's going to just, like, run in and be aggressive, just like you said. Okay. And th- that's, like, the only way I could justify it. But it's like, at the same time, she didn't even say... We have a plan. You don't need to know. Just follow orders. Yeah. And that's what I would expect, you know, yeah. from somebody yeah. of her position. And she never actually did that. And I I mean, I think Adrian's definitely on to something. Like, she obviously had a bigger picture that she was yeah. looking at. But I agree, John. I think if the failing was that she didn't just immediately be like, I have a plan. You'll, you know, need to know basis you'll you know find out when you need to know it and just kind of shut him down yeah yeah exactly but i think you know maybe also she's just trying to keep him kind of on the good side because obviously him i think to an extent too yeah but it's like obviously that's people i guess you're probably right people in the resistance obviously yeah i mean the other people that are in the resistance obviously like Poe and admire him 
and think because I mean think about the people that helped him commit mutiny basically I know, yeah. <laughs> against yeah. you know you know like he so clearly he is an he is an inspiration and admired within the resistance for what he does and the hero that he is so you know I yeah I <laughs> but right. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed his arc. Um, I did too. I, I did too. I thought it was a good arc. It was more than we saw in The Force Awakens for him. And so I thought it was a nice Well, he actually had an arc in this movie. He wasn't right. just Yes, he wasn't just kind hot of like pilot. the hotshot hot yeah. pilot with a personality. Which Oh god. Which he still he, was. And no, now I have more to talk about for episode okay. nine. Go ahead. But anyway, right. uh, <laughs> we'll get there. In fact, l- let's get there soon. <laughs> yeah, let's get second, there second soon. Part, part, second part. Second part. That was a two-part okay, question. Go ahead. Second part. Um, go ahead. Just can you guys explain to me real quick? Because this is something that I'm still kind of like struggling with. All right. Did you guys feel there was romantic tension or anything between Finn and Rose? Because the kiss came out of nowhere for me personally. I was like, whoa! Why does she suddenly love him? Oh no no I... she she she's the fangirl she loves the the heroes and she's like oh my god it's Poe I no, want to kiss the hero no you know, I, I got that at the beginning when she from. first sees Finn but then she's all disappointed yeah. in him well and then... yeah and and so I think that's that's where it comes in so she, when when Finn and Rose first meet she's got like heart eye emoji <laughs> yeah. she's super excited that yeah. like he you know he was one of the people. That helped bring down Starkiller Base. He defected from the First Order. And then she sees him trying to escape. Except really he's trying to escape to help Ray, which is, you know. Right. So he's not but actually. But she doesn't care about. But she but. doesn't care about that. And so I think, you know, so then he immediately goes down in her eyes. But then he helps. But then he stays. And he, yeah. you know, he doesn't leave. And he and comes they concoct up, a plan together. And they concoct the plan together. And then he goes with her. And they go through these ups and downs of trying to save the, res- you know, last-ish effort to save Which, the resistance. By They're the way, all- during that portion, um, we never did get to see them come out of that elevator with her hat all cockeyed. I was waiting for that shot. Mm-hmm. It never happened. Never the happened. one shot... The, the one shot from the, the trailers we didn't get. From the get. trailer that we didn't get was her crooked hat. Because that's what I thought. Oh, they're going to be kissing in there now. Right. Exactly. They're on the Star right. Destroyer. Okay. Anyway, please continue. Yes. So, so you know, they they almost die, like, what, how many times? I mean, at least yeah. three. Right. So, just, and that's just on Snoke's ship, like, alone. Right. I mean, we're <laughs> not even, even talking about Canto, Bright, Canto Bite. Bite? Yeah, and so, and so I bright. think I mean Rainbow Bright. I, right, yeah, and so I think you know they get to crate, and she sees she sees the other heroes of the Resistance, Poe, Leia, basically saying, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna make it. This is the end. If we can't escape, you know, this is it. And Finn at that, and then yeah, and then Finn is like, no, you know, we're gonna do this. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm going to take them down if it's literally the last thing I do. And I have to say, my heart, you know, like my stomach was like up at, up at my throat. I was like, I was like, is this going to happen? Are oh, they this, seriously going to kill Finn? Because this I, is where I guys, thought my prediction I was, was going to come true. I was thinking about John. Yeah, I was thinking I, about John. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, are they doing that? I was like, no, 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 no. Are is is he? No, no. Yes, no, no. At you know, internally screaming. Yeah. Um, and then, and so I think what it was is she sees, she see Finn she starts out as a, uh, a hero on a pedestal and then she finds out that no, he's just a regular guy, you yeah. know, he's not perfect, hero but then he pedestal. turns it around and he's willing to give his life to save the resistance, which he's and literally she's not willing to let him, but Yeah. Because she, her sister died. Like, she's seen it. She's seen the yeah. death and destruction. Yeah. And, you know, so while I do agree that, like, I that didn't right really there. get... That, what you just said, that fixed it for me. Her sister. Okay. Thank because, you. Because, yeah, no problem. I mean, I, I can agree that I didn't really get, like, a romantic chemistry from them prior See, I, to I, that i thought it was all one-sided from her yes yes and i agree yes and i still feel so, that way after two views <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think in her eyes where she's coming from is that she doesn't see finn anymore as like the big damn hero on the pedestal she right. sees finn for finn and that's why she kisses him I love Does how you keep saying that. Here on the pedestal. That's that is the biggest I don't want to say theme. That that's the biggest troll from Ryan in this. In this oh, film. I like that. I like the way you phrase that. Because you're right. <laughs> he's like he's like your heroes are not heroes. They're Although humans. they can be heroic. They're hum they're yeah. all everyone's human. Not, not just, it's not about being the hero. It's not just and that. It's, it's yeah, and it's about, it's like what Yoda said, you know, the biggest thing you can learn from is your mistakes. That's the biggest mm -hmm. teacher. Yeah, failure. Oh, my God, Yoda. <laughs> I know, Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so wait, hang on. Bef before I tell you how much I loved it, and I loved seeing Yoda in this, and I loved that, again, you were right with the Force Ghost, and I'm glad it was Yoda and not Ben. The puppet yeah. that they chose to use, the mouth thing, wasn't working for me. It was a little weird, It's yeah. just a little fakey, you know? It's like, why couldn't you got Yoda with the teeth mouth going? But uh, but other than that, I loved every other aspect about bringing Yoda into it. It was just absolutely perfect. It was... It, 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 it's the Yoda we like, though. It wasn't the dogmatic yes. prequel Yoda. Right. It was the whole... Hey, I'm a jester. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke fun at you, but I'm also gonna lay right. down some wisdom for you at the same time. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. I, I gotta I cannot stress this enough. That's how you freaking Easter egg cameo someone. Having Yoda yeah. be the one that destroys the tree. Yeah, not Luke. Yoda. That yeah. is that was beautiful Brilliant. for me. That was like his his cameo was a gajillion times better. Than Maz Kanata's. Yes. Hers yeah. was weak sauce. That was a weak that sauce cameo. Seemed, and I mean, okay, Lupita. Worst. Yeah, Lupita Nyongo, wonderful. She is excellent. Love her. I like Maz. I loved Maz in The Force Awakens. 
It, yes, it was forced. I did not. She did not need to be there. No, it's like or, Ryan Johnson said. Oh, um, we gotta have everybody. Maz somewhere. Um, yeah, they probably made. Let's him let her, her be in. the one that says go do this. They probably that was probably a requirement. Maz has to be in this. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, going back I to Yoda. So. Let's. <laughs> sorry, Maz. Right. <laughs> Moving back to Yoda. See, I much. I much rather would have had her cameo be on Canto Bite and saying, that's the guy over there you need to go talk to in real person instead of this hollow video, mm. you know, with a jet pack and shooting lasers yeah. over. A, with multiple a, angles a, for some, somehow. A, just a, a labor <laughs> dispute or whatever it was. Yeah. Union yeah. dispute. Union. Union dispute. Don't ask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that would have been a that was, smart idea, John. So, that, was, that was just, that was just clumsy to me. Cat, cat Ray. Yes. Is Yoda still a punk ass bitch? <laughs> He's owning That's it. That's a big question, John. John. John missed missed our conversation earlier. Um, so, Discussion is for John, pretty much. So did it's all of our benefits. listeners. I need to know this right now. <laughs> so I was totally not expecting a Yoda Force ghost at all, and I have to say, Yoda totally redeemed. Yeah, not. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> this, oh, welcome back to the to the to the family. Welcome this, back. <laughs> this Yoda, this is the Yoda we need. This is the Yoda that Luke needed. I mean, that it was excellent. Um, this is Luke's Yoda. This is an yes. Anakin's Yoda. Yes. And this is not your father's Oldsmobile. No, it, it it's not your even, father's Yoda. It wasn't even Luke's Yoda. This was this was fo- at wise, peace with the force. At peace, yeah. wiser Yoda that yeah. realized and owned up to. You know, no, you're right. We we messed up, and we trying to recapture the glory days is not for the best of the universe. It's the best for us. And that was. Another thing mm-hmm. about this film that I love so much is that it took a lot of these these problems that people were hung up on, fans of the series were hung up on, like that issue with Yoda, you know, and all that stuff. And like, you know, uh, when Snoke is saying to Kylo Ren, you let a girl who's never held a lightsaber beat you in battle, you know, and using that and owning that as part of of the storyline in both those cases and exposing it as, yep, that's part of it. Here's how we get around That's Ryan trolling the fans. Absolutely. (laughs) Trolling or is it trolling or is it just saying, I'm putting an end to your disputes? That's not trolling. That's like, oh, it's a troll when you're jabbing it like that, that on the nose. Well, I I guess in some ways, yeah, you're right. Okay. Film theory remote time. Okay. So, yeah, hardcore Force Awakens fans, J.J. Abrams, probably Andy Serkis, just because he probably expected a bigger part in this whole trilogy, too. They're all pissed. Right? They are all pissed. Yeah. Yeah. J.J. let... J.J. set it up for something we all kind of expected. We expected Rey to show up, find this broken Luke, or this tortured Luke, not even broken, tortured Luke. And we all expected she's going to bring him back. We're going to get back to... Jedi warrior of legends that we yeah, all want. Right, right. That's what everyone was expecting and wanting to an yes. extent. Ryan's right. like, no. But wait a minute. <laughs> no, you're not getting that. 
No. We're yeah. gonna what we're gonna do is you 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 hardcore fanboy fans pretty much is the way I see it. And this 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 is supported by Kylo Ren's thing, the Sith, the Jedi, the all that. Let it die. They've yeah. had their day. You know, we've they, we've had those movies. They were great movies. It's time for something new. We're not gonna be redoing the same thing over and over again. It's kind of what you've been asking for for the last mm-hmm. eight months. And that's exactly what we're getting. And just in a way that was so even more different than I think anybody was expecting. Yeah. That is the freaking difference between a good storyteller and Ryan Johnson. <laughs> well, and Ryan Johnson, I mean, even to the point where he made it, he rubbed it in our nose. Yeah, Leia's going to hug Chewie in this film. And we're going to show yeah. it to everybody and really point it out. <laughs> oh, it's like he's, yep. he's, he's applying salve to almost all the fanboy wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fangirl wounds. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah okay. I noticed I noticed the hug and I had a laugh about mm-hmm. that for exactly that reason. <laughs> <laughs> Another like, little nitpick is that they only mentioned um like Han Well, I guess they did you know um like Luke mentioned Han, but Leia never did. Ray brought it up more than anyone. Ray brought it up, brought it, brought it up more than you know, anyone. Yeah. She's still and pissed Kylo at Kylo. Too. Leia, Leia referenced so. Han. Yeah. I've lost so much, I can't lose anymore. I can't take anymore or something. And, and Kylo said yeah. you're looking, looking for your, your parents inside Han and Luke. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And he mentions, yeah. So I guess maybe not. Maybe there's uh, more. Han's lack of presence was still felt. Yeah. Yeah. The dice, guys. The, the dice. dice. The dice. Yeah, the dice. Okay, never mind. I retract that. Mm-hmm. That was a nice nostalgic touch, I thought. Yeah. Without being super overt, I guess. You know, yeah. Luke finds them and takes them, and he's got them on crate. Well, he's got them. He's got them. On, he's got them, and Leia sees them. Right. And then Kylo sees them. And, and so then there's they kind disappear. of this. It's and like, then they disappear. The? And I thought that was just kind of a nice, like, it it goes through the characters that are important to that part of the story. Yeah. Luke, yeah. Leia, yeah. his son. So I thought that was a nice, I liked that. I liked that. I just love this film. I love this movie I so much. This movie. My mm-hmm. biggest problem with this movie is exactly what my biggest fear was. Oh God! Yeah, <sighs> Luke. Luke doesn't make it into the next chapter. We At might, least not we as. We might get a Force Ghost. We'll, we'll probably yeah. get Force Ghost Luke, but I didn't want that. I didn't yeah. want that. I, I wanted. <sighs> I wanted one of the big three mm-hmm. to make it into the final film. Mm-hmm. We'll get Leia somehow. Yeah. We'll get Leia somehow. That. Okay. They're not just going to kill her off off screen. You know? Oh. They're not going to just write her out. They might. Oh, God, they they better not. I'm kind of expecting a time jump. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if we're going to... Yes, there's oh, going to be a time jump. we're easily set up for a time jump. Yeah. Because, well, again, like we talked about, this film takes place literally day in like yeah. three days following the Force Awakens. So yeah. if there's not a time jump... 
I will be surprised. No, but, but I'm I, guessing, I mean a significant time jump. Like, no, I think I think we'll have three to five years. Yeah. In in a time jump between the last Jedi and Episode Nine. Okay. Yeah, three to five years sounds reasonable to me. So uh, I can yeah. totally I mean, see them easily not- writing Leia out with that much amount of time wiggle room. It, yeah. 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 I hope not. I hope you're wrong, but you're probably right. Go back to Luke, though. I mean, he was so good in this film. Every time he was on the screen, he was captivating. Mark Hamill just nailed it. Nailed Mm -hmm. it. That's his best Luke performance. Absolutely. 100%. I totally agree. His very, very best Luke performance. And it just shows how much either he's grown as an actor over all these years of just doing it, you know, applying his craft in different ways. Or it's a it's a testament to how good a director Ryan Johnson is to bring that out of Mark Hamill and give us this performance that's delivered in such a way that's just so interesting and true to his original character, but still has growth even in this film. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, it was such a good performance. And the way that Luke used the very last bit of the strength of his life force to help save the rebellion was very very it was well done and it was beautiful and the shot of him just you know kind of kind of being one with the force you know just like obi-wan just like yoda yep and now luke i mean it carries on that tradition Yeah. yeah um very beautiful very memorable. A great way to for that character to exit, Binary at least as a corporal body. Much. Oh, I know. I know. God, that was so good. I still hate it. Yeah. I hate that Luke's gone. I hate yeah. it. I hate and that he's gone, but I mean, the way he went out was... He didn't... That's the way he needed to go out. I totally agree. He made peace. Yes. He made peace. I wish peace. we could have done it in the next film, though. That's my one wish. Just halfway through the next film, even would have been all I all I would have asked for. I, I, I think because that was just another, I'm sorry, go on. I I just I just I I'm going to feel the absence of the big three in the next film, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, I may be a little less excited to see it because I know how good Luke was in this one. And how much he could have been good in this last one as well. And so that piece will be missing. So part of me will be like, oh, wasted opportunity to have more Luke. Yeah. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad oh, too. And oh, I, we're all sad. I mean, I that, was devastated that, when I saw that cloak fly away. Yeah. I. I agree with both of you, and I, I think I think our feelings are all the same. I think if if there was a way that Luke had to die, I'm glad it was that way. You know, he he basically he sacrificed himself to save his sister, to save the resistance, to, to save Ray, to save Ray, to make the stand, to not be the last Jedi, to I confront mean, Kylo, to, to confront Kylo. So. If if Luke has to die, which I mean he did, you know that was the way to do it, and I think that was beautiful. 
But I'm John. Yeah, I I just wish it hadn't been this movie. I. <sighs> and and I think I think part of it is that you know at a certain point we do have to get used to the idea that the big three are not going to be there and there's going to be a Star Wars without them. Oh, obviously that's what we're being set up. That's where I was getting to. That's another part of Ryan's whole let it go thing. We knew that. We, We knew that coming into the last film. You know, especially it was a stark reminder when we lost Han Solo that, okay, this is mm-hmm. where we're going. You know, it was talked about years ago back in the 80s when uh, allegedly George Lucas said to Mark Hamill, you know, I want to come back in 30 years and you guys, you know, you could be Luke again and hand Excalibur to the next generation. That's what we knew we were getting with these three films. But again, I just wish they would have waited one more film. Give us a little more Luke because we had to wait the whole last movie just to even see him. And then we had to wait two years to hear him talk. And then. No, two years in a sight gag. Yeah, two years in a sight gag just to hear him speak. And um, um, and then he was so brilliant. And, and probably my favorite part of the film all revolves around Luke. Really does. Yeah. He was just. This to me, I mean, obviously, this is the Luke movie, and the the third one was intended to be the Leia movie. Now it probably won't be. Um, but man, so well done. His performance in this was better, in my opinion, than Harrison Ford's performance in the previous film. No question. And I love Harrison Ford. Oh, me too. And no, I, I mean. Harrison no Ford, I mean, movie for movie is, you know, a million times the actor that that Mark Hamill is. But Mark was given so much more to work with with this mm-hmm. film. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the Last Jedi is, is the, you look up character-driven movie, character-driven story in a dictionary, you're going to see a picture, like, of the poster of The Last Jedi there. right? I next think you're to right. It. Yeah. I say that as both a compliment and a bit of a nitpick. Because plot-wise, this movie was not good. It was not good as a plot. Plot Plot-wise. All the characters had plenty to do, like, emotionally speaking. Almost too much. Exactly. It got in the way of of an actual engaging plot. Because if you think about it, Poe, for his entire arc, he was just on this ship that was being chased for two and a half hours of screen time. Mm-hmm. Right, Finn and, Rose, and the whole the whole gambling arc. planet yeah. thing almost almost seemed unnecessary. It wasn't necessary. They yeah. they didn't make it. That was literally in the movie. Yeah, there that entire side plot went nowhere. Yeah, but it, it allowed those two characters to grow. There's a yeah. lot of that going on. Ray's whole uh, visit to Octo uh, didn't pan out like at all. She, as as far as like plotways goes, she didn't bring back this the great not grand the Jedi. Way this is good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna work out the way you want it to, or whatever the line is. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens was the opposite. Total, total plot driven film. Yeah. Have stuff yeah. happen. Have the characters react. Move on. With a few, a few sprinklings, a few little dabs of 
you know, just inner inner growth a little. Okay, let's think about what just happened. It's it's such a weird contrast. And yeah, maybe plot driven movies tend to be more exciting. But just walking out of this one and after you can finally process it, you're like, this movie was amazing. I walked out of this film, and maybe you both felt the same way. I walked out of this film and just had to really try to come to grips with what I saw. Yeah. I mean, it felt felt a little bit like overload. It felt a little bit like... I'm not sure how much I enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed yes. it. Okay, so it wasn't just me. But, Thank you. But how much did I enjoy that? Because there were there's issues with the film. I mean, clearly. Mm-hmm. We've brought them up. Yeah. And yeah. there's things that you just adore about this film. So, to me, mm-hmm. I struggled with the first viewing with, did I like this movie? Or did I not like this movie? Oh, my God. And then I saw it the second time. I was like... Oh yeah, no, I like this movie. This is a good movie. My f- because it gave me time to revisit it. It gave me time to gain a little bit more perspective, and mm-hmm. it all happens so fast um, that you you almost need. And I can't wait to hear you guys talk about your second and third viewings of this. Film. Yeah, I'm uh, so be- excited to go back. I kind of wanted to hold the recording a bit just so I could see oh, it again. Yeah. And 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 I'm glad you didn't because right now we have the perspective, my perspective of having seen it twice, but mm-hmm. your perspectives of only having seen it once are what I wish that I could have that perspective still. <laughs> and so I wanted to capture it from you, the two of you, as kind of a little secret podcast science experiment, and get your impressions of it now, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, in a few days or whatever, we can readdress it after you've had it times to view it multiple times and and talk about it more. And what what you like better about the second time. For me, the second time viewing the film, the score is what really I could wrap my my brain around the score a mm-hmm. lot more and the enjoy the music because I don't have to try to process what's happening in the scene. I've seen it. So now I can pick up little details. Um, and so for me, the second viewing of the film um, was a totally different experience than watching it the first time um, because I could put away all my preconceived thoughts of what I was hoping to have happen because that's all gone. It's all erased. And so my brain could receive a little bit more of what did happen. And so I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to have to say about it. Yeah, well, I can't wait to go back and see it for a second time. I mean, there what so I mean, I think I think we all kind of have some similar things. You know, we we love this movie. There are really great things about it. And then there are also some things that we don't love. But what I think stands out to me the most is just just how much time in the past 24 hours I have spent thinking about this movie and yeah. all of the various aspects of it. I mean, I yeah. was literally up until almost 1 a.m. last night. I've had five hours of sleep, and I have <laughs> been constantly thinking about this movie. And I, you know, I love Star Wars. We all love Star Wars. But I don't think there has ever been a Star Wars movie with so much to untangle to chew on yes. as this movie. Yep. yep, I agree. 
this movie, in in terms of all the Star Wars films, has occupied more headspace after mm-hmm. seeing the film than any other Star Wars movie mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And totally. it's like a, a big difference too. Like yes. it's like it's like wow. I mean, it's more than just after watching The Force Awakens going, wow, cool. I wonder if they're going to talk about this. And I wonder all the things we've mm-hmm. been wondering about two years. None of it compares to what I'm wondering about now. Yeah. Now, like I said, I think I predicted it. We're going to come back with more questions than we thought we'd ever have after viewing this movie. (laughs) And guess what, folks? Here we are speculating about what in the world could happen in Episode 9. What do you think is going to happen? God, and we haven't even talked about certain app. We're going to have to come back because there's... We're going to. We'll do a part three. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, we haven't even gotten to one whole major plot line of the well, movie. put it out there. Let's talk about it. With Ray and Kylo. Oh, and yeah. And just Phasma. that whole... <clears throat> what? Phasma. <laughs> oh, 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 and yeah. Phasma, yeah. Oh, again. Hey. She gets pumped yeah. out of a movie again. Well, I think she's dead now, Kind of right? permanently like, this time around, though. Just so. And I have... <laughs> I have to say, so I have, this is one of my, two of my biggest disappointments right here, yeah. which I brought up a little bit earlier. Haldo dying yeah. and waste of Phasma. Yeah. So Haldo I loved. She was perfect. If you read yep. Leia, Princess of Alderaan, you will be introduced to Haldo as a okay. teenager with Leia. She's great in the book. I think Laura Dern captured her so fantastically. I loved her and Leia together. I'm pissed that she's dead. Now, that yeah. scene was beautiful, and the entire theater I was in gasped when that well, happened. It, it was and, nice because they cut the sound out of the whole, and the, like, for like eight the, whole seconds. The sound and you could hear editing, people going, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my theater, so in my theater when that happened, literally the entire theater as one took a gasp. And yeah. it was silent. Yes. So the sound editing, everything drops down, and our theater dead silent yep. for that entire time until the sound came back. And that was the editing. Oh, somebody give whoever did that Oscar. Give them an Oscar. That was for just that alone. That was fantastic. That, that heightened whole, the dramatic yes. um, um, energy of that scene. Yes. To a level I never even expected. Yes. You kind of want to hold your breath. Just go. Yes. Yes. I shouldn't be breathing. (laughs) But, but I'm pissed she's dead. (laughs) Because. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. And and it's like, ah, like, so good. And now we're not going to see her again. No, we're not. We're not. And And, and and that's a little frustrating. She could have been the next. Leia. Leia. She sh- yes. We thought we talked about that. We the thought next that leader she was of the rebellion over for Leia's role. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I'm, and in in that aspect, I'm kind of glad she's not because now we're not getting what we are expecting. That we are all true. expecting that, and now we're not going to get that. So we're going to get something completely different. Maybe Poe. Maybe not. Um, but somebody's going to step in to fill that role. And wow. it ain't going to be who we were thinking. So no. it, it opens a whole new door 
And maybe it'll be another powerful female character, and I hope it is. Um, but maybe not. And we've got yeah. at least two years to speculate on that. So I'm a little less pissed about Haldo dying. I, and I am more pissed about Phasma dying. I mean... Uh, yeah. So I'm sad was, about Haldo. Uh, that was weak sauce. And, uh, yeah. So I know that you guys haven't read it, but I, I read... Sorry, everything comes back to something I've read. The no, Phasma... Right. Adrian's like laughing, crying. No, no, so, I'm, cr- I'm laughing because I'm not, I'm not pissed at all about Phasma dying. And go ahead. I, go ahead, Kev. So we'll, we'll I, I read the so I read the Phasma comic. I, you know, at the Force Awakens, I was kind of like, eh, okay, she cool. Have you read the Phasma really book? Do, not yet. I've heard good things, but the comic, you're like, holy, she is so badass and so powerful, and you're like, this is so great. Like, there's so much she could do. And on screen, it's just <sighs> her walking with a flowing cape. Yeah, and I think it's. I, I just I'm frustrated because I think it could have been very cool. Yeah, and I think they squandered that. Both J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson. It's not one or the other. It's both of them. Like they just didn't know what to do with her and and now she, she has to be dead like if she's not dead i oh I no can't. ryan knew exactly what he was doing i think okay okay like it just keeps going back to ryan's whole let it go let the past go because <laughs> as star wars fans it's hard for us not to compare things to the original trilogy right the big three movies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while force awakens everything in the force awakens was a love letter to the big three original movies. The original trilogy, yeah. Snoke, Palpatine, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Phasma, Boba Fett. You know, there's a lot of comparisons like that. What Ryan did was get rid of all those comparisons. He's like, no, we're not going to be just remaking the same stuff anymore. We're taking this in a new, fresh direction. We don't need another Palpatine. We don't need another big shadowy figure. So you know what? <laughs> Stab him. Let's make him into a sight gag. <laughs> then let's finish off that sight gag with an amazing lightsaber uh, duet. Which, by the way, the death of Snoke, although technically was a character losing their limbs, um, <laughs> I think I got ripped off. <laughs> so I, it wasn't it wasn't one of the two people that that I was hoping would lose a hand. Um, although technically Snoke did. He lost them both, and his whole torso. That was wonderful. Um, I I thought I I feel ripped off. Nobody lost a hand, in my opinion, and I'm pissed. I was, you guys. And I Luke was died, and I'm it. pissed. <laughs> and Ray's not a Skywalker, so and you're Ray's not. Well, well, yeah. hang Ray's on, sad child of Jack. Hang, hang on, hang on. I don't know if I believe Kylo Ren. I believe Kylo Ren. Oh. Well, well, unless JJ has anything to say about it, and JJ's probably well, JJ's like, going to get the final word. JJ's going to make it all. <laughs> let's let's bring it back to like what we wanted it to be. I I, I feel like Ryan right now is kind of like, well, what do you do? He's just going to screw everything up for us. We had our plan. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ryan's Ryan, like, F Ryan, your plan. Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan kind of like said, 
I'm going to play in your sandbox. And I'm going to bury all your toys. <laughs> and you get to come back and uncover your toys and see which ones you can find. Yeah. That's exactly what Ryan... Ryan, I just... I think Ryan Johnson just blew the sandbox Ryan down. I Ryan Johnson. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. say it. And I can't wait for his trilogy with yes, those little kids. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Little kids. Ooh, oh, the little kids. That. Oh, yeah. that's another thing Ryan made so much better from The Force Awakens to this one. The Force Awakens. It's not just a hero story again. It's, a, it's just in an Awaken and Ray. This is freaking happening everywhere. You got little random broom children on Kanto Bite that are just as relevant as little scavenger girls on Jakku. That was beautiful. At first I was like, whoa, what's going on? Then I thought about it. There he goes again. Ryan Johnson being amazing. Just giving us more to chew on. Everyone in my my theater when that happened, they were like, oh. So that... That elicited a strong reaction. And holding so up the Ryan like trilogy. It's I'm those like, little kids oh grown up. God. And that's a, that's what I think. We, we and my friend were arguing. Not arguing. We were discussing. It was a heavy discussion <laughs> after the movie. <laughs> right? About, you know, the Jedi. Oh, Ray's just another Luke now. It's like, no, you're not. You're missing the whole big point. But whatever. Um, I'm not the last Jedi, right? I won't be the last Jedi. That's like yeah. one of the last things yeah. he says, right? And then it cuts to Ray lifting up all the rocks mm-hmm. so people can escape, right? Right. Lifting the rocks. Taken literally seems to imply that Ray is expected to restart some sort of other order, right? I mean, the books are on the Falcon too, so mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yep. Taken not so literally. I, I think the Jedi has kind of evolved to just like a. Some sort of what's the term I'm looking for here? Um, state of a state of mind, so to speak. Not necessarily a, mm-hmm. a, a a legitimate order or or or, or figure religion or religion. It's just be be good, pretty much. You know. Yeah. You, you you have enough force potential. You can you're strong enough in the force that you can feel it and manipulate it. Oh, look how quickly she jumped into the dark side pool. You know, <laughs> like Luke was saying. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You went didn't straight even stop herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I no, mean, but he was also talking from a place of fear. Yeah, he was. And right. could yeah, we no, talk it. about that scene? Yeah, sure. Wow. Sure. Just that entire sequence the psychedelic snapping fingers that it was hand wave stunning thing. it was i i i mean we have never like that is not the star wars we are used to Mm-mm. and i loved it it was a I, little it was a little it's a little uh, out Luke there. goes into the cave it was a yes. little Luke goes well, into the cave. Oh, totally. That's, I mean, there's a definite parallel there with Luke in the cave, Ray being in basically a cave. Yeah. Whatever. Sea you cave. Know, yeah, sea cave. You know, there. no, there's totally a parallel there. Um, back to ESB. But, and, then, and then the dark side but, character is your own face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that, oh, that, I just... That whole that whole sequence was just visually orally like the whole thing just 
I loved it. Well, the whole Although film I, was beautifully shot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From start to finish. Yeah. But that, I don't, I mean, I, I liked that. I, I thought that was very cool. That was a, the, the whole movie was a, just a big Star Wars shakeup. And it's going to ruffle a lot of people in a bad way. <laughs> and it's going to just, just make people in c- completely gleeful about the future of Star Wars. So you're, we're going to have split camps, I'm sure. You know, people. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean by super fans of The Force Awakens because they finally got something different. Yeah, and they're not happy about it. They want they like their yeah. they like their Star Wars traditional, you know. And traditional yeah. is good, you know. It, it, it's great. I, I I used to love bologna hey. sandwiches as a kid. I like them now, but every now and again, I want a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich. I I'm I'm as traditional as they get when yeah. it comes to Star Wars. I mean, my favorite movie is the very very first Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you don't get much more traditional than that. I do also happen to love the prequels, and I am enjoying the heck out of the sequels. Can't and, I, and I can't wait for the next one. Can't wait. Uh, I just, just kind of <laughs> along those veins about how this movie is definitely, I think, going to have some divisiveness. I think some people are really going to love it. Some people are really going to hate it. I think one of the most hilarious reactions that I saw that I'll have to find is someone on Twitter. It's always Twitter. Um, Was like, you know, everyone was worried that it was going to be a rehash of the Empire Strikes Back. And then now that we have seen it and it's not, people are pissed that it's not a rehash of the Empire Strikes Back. Right. You're right. right. Which which I did not come up with that. No, I'm not one of them either. John, I was so interested in talking to you about this because I know you're a traditional Star Wars guy. Yeah, and I got to tell you, man. If you were here, I would hug you just because of what you're saying. It's like, right? You beautiful, beautiful, open-minded human being. Oh, thank you. No, but I mean, exactly what I've been saying about the Force Awakens. Everybody dogs it for being so much like a New Hope. That's Mm -hmm. what that film needed to be. It had to be. I mean, Mm -hmm. even down to the Death Star on a bigger scale. And what people (laughs) people who hate that film so much is it's just a new hope all over again. Yes, it is. It needs to be. It need we need to we need to tiptoe into the water to Mm -hmm. establish what we already know. Generation with a new generation. We Mm -hmm. need it needed to happen. As much as you hate it, it needed to happen. Hell, but now with this. Even Phantom Menace uh, yeah. had a, too many had a lot of similar uh, similarities to A New Hope than any of the other uh, two sure. prequels did to yeah. The original, I mean, so. took place on the same planet in some cases, you know, Tatooine, same planet. The, the Skywalker destroying the the big ball in space, yeah, <laughs> much exactly. more than the Death Star yeah. stuff. I yeah. mean, I mean, it, with R two in the in the droid pit on the two, the the Force Awakens needed to. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi didn't, yeah. and I'm glad it didn't need to follow Empire. It didn't need to. Now, I'm glad that there were echoes Ooh, of Empire absolutely. that were absolutely. still there, which mm-hmm. we've discussed already, but this movie is so, so much more than being like Empire, and to me, it is so much more than being similar to Return of the Jedi. This is taking both those movies and saying we love that movie 
we love that movie, but you, this is a totally different movie. Yeah, we're this not going to remake something completely yes. new. Yeah, and, we, mm-hmm. and here we're we're going to give you that little homage there and that mm-hmm. little homage there. But the future of this franchise is not those things. It's not the past. It's mm-hmm. not the Force Awakens. It's not Empire Strikes Back. It's not Return of the Jedi. It's Episode Nine. And wait until we get there. Holy cow! We're going to have some new Star Wars. <laughs> and it just keeps going back to the whole pedestal thing yes. kill the past yes these films are great stop worshiping them though we, we cannot worship with mm. when you start worshiping mm. you start stagnating because you're not yep. gonna want to change anything like the jedi yep. order like the jedi prequels you know what and 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 now i see how brilliant all that stuff is yes yes that's what's it's been all, going around in my head all it's couple, it's couple all hours. brilliant and it it makes the it, not only does this film make The Force Awakens a better film, mm-hmm. it makes Jedi a better film, it makes Empire a better film, it makes all of Star Wars, mm-hmm. the prequels, better. It makes Rebels better. It makes Clone Wars better. It makes <laughs> all of Star Wars even better. It makes the holiday special um, better. Well, no. let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, but I will give you the Ewok movies, but not the holiday special. Oh, go, go home. Um, but, but, but what it really does is it takes episode nine and the next trilogy that we're going to be getting, and it says, okay, everything you knew is valid, but it doesn't matter as much. Because we've got new stuff for you. So, question for y'all now. Uh huh. Yeah. How how do you think? How do you think a traditional safe filmmaker like JJ, a crowd pleaser director like JJ, mm-hmm. yeah, is gonna manage Episode Nine now that okay, so now that the fandom is pretty much divided into yeah, no, we wanted more of that. To I'm glad we got something new. Let's keep making new. Right. How do you, how do you how do you guys think JD's gonna respond to that? I really that's a damn good question. I have uh, no yeah. answer. I don't I don't think I don't think I can even yeah. I think it's too soon. Like I can't like yeah. can I talk about predictions that I have for where it might yes. go? Sure. Yep. Yes. Let's do it. Jump can right I, in. Well, hold on. Can I can I speculate on how JJ is going to bring that all together. Yes, please. Lord only knows. <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't think I can right now. You know, I have certain things that I think might happen, but I like I have no idea how how JJ is going to do this. I, I I have to say I don't I don't envy him. That's why he's the director and I'm not because I don't envy him having to <laughs> Brian basically set fire to the sandbox. <laughs> JJ, have fun. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. So, I, 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 it's it's going to be crazy. And as when J- JJ was announced to be the next director, I think out of the three of us, I was the most okay with it. And now... I'm kind of like worried. <laughs> Welcome to you know the club, I mean? John. Let me get you your yeah, jacket. Now, now I'm a little we, worried. We because... can all say that we're happy it's not Colin Trevorrow. Yes, we can. Okay. All right. Well, let's all say that. Um, <laughs> Hashtag anyone. But, but yeah, Colin. I just don't. I just don't know. I can't either speculate what they're going to do. 
I mean, obviously, we're going to get Kylo Ren, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. I'm hoping the Knights of Ren will finally make some kind of appearance and maybe be a bigger part of the Star Wars instead of just like a mention. And maybe possibly, is that them standing in the rain with Kylo? We don't know for sure. I think it is, right? Sure. From, the, sure. from The Force Awakens? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. That's, that's one of the things we... I was hoping we finally get some sort of thing, but they didn't even show up again. They didn't even show up. So here's what I thought was going to happen, and I never did <laughs> express this to you guys. I thought that Kylo would show up on Octu with the Knights of Ren mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and crash the party. That's what I was expecting to happen. That obviously didn't never happen. And Ryan Johnson know. knew you were expecting that. Right, and he didn't let that happen, and he obviously. It. Yeah. So... Um, so Ryan Johnson's not in charge of episode nine, <laughs> uh, but um, JJ is, and so I fully expect JJ to to readdress that because it was such a big mention. He brought it up, yeah, yeah, and it was never utilized, even it's, in the flashbacks. You know of this what? Film. It's like the one toy Ryan didn't bury. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're right. Got rid of Snoke, but we still have the Knights of Ren. Hell, I could even see somewhere. JJ bring Phasma back, you know, just kind of maybe ugly and burnt up, but... Right. I did I did like the... When Phasma's mask is broken, broken. and you see the eye. The and very, it's kind of like... Very Darth Vader, Vader-y. Anakin mm-hmm. yeah. in uh, Rebels, Rebels. with yeah. broken mask. I totally yeah, thought the same was, thing. Yeah. Yep. That mm-hmm. was kind of a nice, uh, even though obviously Phasma and Darth Vader are not at all the same. Well, right. maybe some superficial. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, having that, having that. They're parable, both very tall. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was. A new and wear masks. And wear masks. So well, we don't know why she do, does, but yeah, cool. I want to want to either do one of two things because we are okay. already over two hours. Yeah, in two hours? talking about this. Yes, um, yeah. I either want to save part of the discussion and talk about Ray and Kylo in a different episode because, like, that's a whole another thing, or talk about our episode nine predictions, or both. I guess. But we're already over the two hour mark. You know what? How's about we just kind of start wrapping up now with... Let, let's let's do our predictions for episode nine. Okay. Just because I think we can wrap that up easily. I mean, we've, okay. we've all okay. given our, our points on, you know, what we thought of The Last Jedi and what we think things are going to happen. So we, we can kind of wrap it up nicely with that. Then in future episodes, we can start going into really nice uh, character type of study stuff with the characters. From this movie, and we can start with okay. with, with Raylo. Yeah, I want to <laughs> talk about that. There's so much. <laughs> oh there. yeah, we we haven't even touched like, the surface here with this yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, oh god, so good, so good. Anyway, okay, yes. I think the whole Raylo thing's over. Yeah, I think I'm it's over. Not, but I'm that's not another totally podcast, convinced. people. But that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So let's take it around the room. Adrian, uh, a big prediction for episode nine. Prediction or hope? Because I have a hope. Hope. Give me a hope. 
Give me hope. Okay. Big hope for I, episode I was, nine. I, I was a. I told Kat this earlier, and she seemed to dig it. See if you dig it. I don't want Ray to wield a lightsaber in the next one. I want the only character in Episode Nine to have a lightsaber is, is, is Kylo. To just kind of keep riffing off of you know what Ryan started establishing here: non-traditional Force wielders, non-traditional Jedi. I I want Ray to evolve into something else that isn't another Luke or Anakin or or what have you. And I, I think a good step forward in that direction would be no lightsabers. As awesome as lightsabers are, I love lightsabers. I love lightsaber battles. To keep with the thematics established in this, I think it would be a, a smart step forward. Have her do her own thing. No lightsaber. Okay. Cat Ray, how about you? What do you hope for the next film? <laughs> oh, gee. Uh, I mean, there. <laughs> I don't even know if I can. I mean, I could just kind of want to throw out some general predictions. I don't even know if I can say I have. Oh, oh gosh. It's so. There's so much. I. In things that we've talked about, I think. I think Poe is going to step up to be our new resistance leader. I think his arc. If, if he learned anything mm-hmm. and they keep that going, I think he will step up into that Leia role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, and, and I hope he does. I mean, I think, I you know, I think that would be a great next step for his character now that he's kind of had some humbling and learned both the good and the bad. Um, so I like that. I... Still, I'm not totally convinced that Kylo's 100% dark side. I don't really know where I want that to go, so I can't really speculate on that. Um, well, it's JJ. He's going to play it safe. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 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 going full dark side. You know that. You know that. I'm, I'm, they set I, it up. They, it's I set remain, up in JoJo's. JJ's just going to pull the string on that. <laughs> I, there's there's I no other full dark side character left. I am not 100% convinced that that is true. But General Hux steps uh, up. Just kidding. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, I, I, oh, gosh, I don't even. <laughs> you hope JJ doesn't water it down. I yeah um I yeah John is there I need to like I I mean I honestly I can't, I'm totally failing now like we've talked about this for two hours and now I'm like wait what episode I, nine where do you think uh, it's going <laughs> I would like I would like to see Ray working with other force sensitives. Because I think we are going to get a time jump, so I would like, I would like to see maybe the new Jedi, quote unquote, whatever we're going to call them, the new Force users. Pass on what you have learned. Coming into Yoda the light. did yes, say Ray already on. knows enough. He's like, yeah, she doesn't need our dog- our dogmatic ways. She knows enough now to kind of not do that. Yeah. And I want. Finn, I want Finn 
to... I want Finn to go back to the First Order and lead a, re- a, a rebellion. So you got Poe leading the Resistance as a Resistance leader, and I want Finn to go back and break it down from the inside. I love in that. In episode nine. That'd be cool. Well, the way I mean, I feel movie, like... I totally see it happening now. <laughs> I feel like Finn... So for me, and... This to drag this out even more. I feel like I, I, in his storyline felt too truncated here in The Last Jedi, which is another quibble I have. Like, I liked him in Rose, but the, the, the plot that they were involved in, I want, I want bigger things for Finn. Yeah. I want Finn to lead the Stormtrooper revolution. I I love that idea. That sounds That's amazing. Cool. So I hope I hope that in episode nine, my hope for episode nine is that you know Finn came off his pedestal here. He he had some rough times. He was ready to give it his all. Now in episode nine, I want him to be the big damn hero again and help take everything down like he wants to do. So lead the revolution, Finn. You can do it. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. May the force be with us all. Yeah. yeah. That was a good cat. What That's about good. you, John? I would like to see Poe get his head out of his cockpit. <laughs> that was another great line. Such a great nice Leia line. line. That's like line. totally Leia. Perfect Leia line. Perfect Leia line. And um, I'm so glad they used it. It's like, yes, that's someone who's true to her character. Get this walking carpet out of my way, flyboy. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, and become the leader of the resistance. Um, I would like to see. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Finn stormtrooper revolution. That sounds cool. That sounds way better than anything I could have dreamed up for him. <laughs> Man, that's safe. awesome. Yeah. That's that. No, that's perfect because he would be the guy. He knows the inside. I mean, mm-hmm. he took down Phasma. That would be a huge motivator for the stormtroopers. Right, a, a janitor totally. stormtrooper totally took yeah. out yeah. the freaking commander. I mopped the place. You know, I mopped the mm-hmm. place. I took out Phasma. You know, I mopped the place <laughs> with Phasma. Yo, yeah. Oh, hey yo. Um, I don't think oh we've no, seen the that's so Phasma. cool. I, I'm. I'm going to glom onto that if you don't mind. That's cool. No. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not the first person to to come up with that, but I think I think this movie kind of emphasized I Finn needs he needs more to do. He needs to do something big. Yeah, something that's and not connected to I think Ray that would be as much. I think that would be perfect. Uh, and I'm going to go back to Kylo before I go to Ray. I want Kylo, full-on dark side, dark, evil, dark master, wants to destroy everybody in the universe and be alone with his evil thoughts and all that stuff. Um, I want him to go complete dark side, just terrorizing people. That's what I want. I want him to be... More unhinged. I'm sorry? More unhinged than he already is? Completely unhinged, yes. Completely volatile. Just... I want him to be what he's so close to being. I want him to be just that loose cannon. Um, I mean, we we would see Vader killing people who failed him, 
I want to see that from Kylo too. We haven't really seen that from Kylo yet. And I'd love to see him just finally just snap and kill the pasty Hux. redhead. Hux. Yes. yes. I'd love to see Hux Co-side. die by the hands. Oh, by the oh, hands of, oh, of Kylo Ren. Me. Just quick shout out. All right. All right. This, 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 the sound design in this film, man. Yeah. All the little throwbacks to the original trilogy, but through the sound editing. Hugs being tortured. We got some episode four little thing from. Mm, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we had a lot of throwbacks in the sound design of this film, and I'm like, yeah, key into yeah. all of them. Yeah, yep. I'm that, with you. That's good, good, good references. That's good fan service. That's how you freaking do it without rehashing. Totally with you. Totally with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And and I I want them to continue flirting with the conversion of, of Kylo Ren to the light side, but him not taking the bait on it. I want him to just stay evil. I want no chance of redemption. I kinda None. I kinda like him I in don't this want it. dark gray area he's in. Oh me too. Oh me too. He's so much more interesting as same with Ray. As just the force of evil. And I want Ray to go full on no temptation of the dark side and just yeah. to become the reigning queen of the universe. Like I said before, I mm-hmm. want her to just rule the galaxy <laughs> and everybody I am just your queen. Exactly. I, I want I want <laughs> I I want that hero on a pedestal. And I want I want the whole thing to end with peace and harmony um because of you know, uh, whatever path that that Ray has is finished the journey mm-hmm. on. Yeah, those are my hopes. Well, I mean, I think, and at the very end, everybody to be dancing with Ewoks. That's all I ask for. <laughs> I'm oh, we're I'm getting kidding. Ewoks again, or something close to it. I'm sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It porgs. Porgs. By the way, love the porgs. I didn't like the roasted chicken scene though. That oh, was that was hilarious. Tacky. That was a little tacky. Just Chewie's oh. eyes going back and Very forth. Very corny. Very corny. Like the crying pork was a little much. That's that's the corny part. Yeah. yeah. But Chewie just holding it up and looking back and forth, that that killed me. I died. They should have stopped I did it like, there. <laughs> I liked the porgs. And, I liked the porgs being like everywhere, like into everything. Even like, in the very, the- like, Final shot of the falcon. There was a porg still there. Yeah, yeah. They set up a nest inside the falcon too. I'm like, that's not I safe. Know, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Basically, they're that's just awesome. gonna like love the porg. Be an okay, invasive so species and take over. Now, now that we've seen it, porgs versus crystal foxes. I like crystal, crystal fox all the way. They were pretty cool. Okay, still crystal fox. All right, I'm still. Porg. It was. I'm all about the porks. Oh, Cat brought up a really good uh, observation earlier, too. Yeah? The crystal foxes, like the Lothwolves in Rebels on Lothal, showing them the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm still... I mean, so... I I liked the porgs, and there were actually way more porgs than I expected yeah. um, in this film. <laughs> I will say that I was I was not prepared for the just Porg sheer overload. amount of porgs. Every establishing but, shot on that island had in the background. Yeah, right. Um, 
But so, even even in The Force Awakens, there were a ton of birds. We didn't know they were porgs yeah. at the time. They were making it. But the noise, island though. was just covered with birds. Yeah. Yeah. But I the, I think the the crystal fox still wins for just kind of sheer coolness. Okay. All right. And I like the little tinkly sound that they make. Yeah, that is yeah. a very nice sound effect. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, uh let's uh Let's wrap things up. I mean, we're almost two hours and 15 minutes in here. That's insane, um, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wrapping things up on this episode, um, do we want to rank this movie? Or do you still need a few viewings before you give it, like, 10 out of 10 stars? Porgs. I... Porgs. Okay, out of <laughs> ten, five ten. porgs, how many por- porgs do you give it out of five? Four. Okay. Four, four, maybe four in a porglet. Okay. <laughs> what about you, John? I would have said before we started this podcast, I would have said solid four all day. Okay. Now that we've talked this through the three of us have talked this over this is a five porg film because i'm so excited for the future so excited for the future of star wars especially after having talked about it with my two friends on this show (laughs) five porgs five porgs five roasted porgs And having said all that, let's uh, let's do wrap this up. Uh, Adrian, tell people where they can find us. Uh, they can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. Cat, you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that john fred also on playstation network if you guys want to play battle battlefront 2 and oh, um yeah <laughs> we didn't mention that luke's thing from the his level on battlefront 2 the little compass thing he, he took mm. it's in yeah. the movie it's in it's in the last jedi it shows it's yeah. it his belongings that was cool that i was noticed cool. that too i totally forgot that dude right on I'm yeah glad you mentioned that, that up very nice shot of the red crystal and yeah. the yes, even I got yeah. that. Which reminds uh, me that the new Last Jedi content is out too. New new story levels too. I I, I got to play that. I know I got to get on that. <laughs> uh, that's my weekend right there. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, t- tomorrow's Maybe. my birthday, and uh, we got the grandsons overnight tonight. So we'll spend some quality time with them, and then uh, both the Ducks and the Detroit Lions, my f- favorite teams, or two of my favorite teams, are playing at the same time on TV. Oh, and um, and then I think we're having like a pizza party or something like that uh, uh, to celebrate my birthday with the family and then maybe some drinks afterwards, whatever. But hopefully in the next few days, I'll be able to sit down and play uh, uh, the rest of the, the new content on Battlefront. John Boy, just while we have you here, happy yeah. birthday. I'm glad you Thank exist. You. I'm glad you were born. Uh-huh. I'm glad the force brought us together. Just... You're, you're a wonderful, wonderful human being. Oh, thank you. Star Wars is 40 years old, and I'm seven years older than that as of tomorrow. So. 
Yeah. Well, Adrian took the words right out of my mouth, but we hope you have a happy, happy birthday. Many, many more to go. Force will be with you. And Always. Sounds like you've got a great weekend planned. Yeah, so. I've, I've, the rest of my weekend's looking pretty damn in, good. Enjoy it. You and I might it. even try to squeeze in another I was about to say, try, <laughs> try to find some time for a third viewing Mandatory. there. But. If I can do that, I will. Maybe I'll wake up early tomorrow and before the. Well, is there a ten o'clock showing? I should check. Yeah, we should all check. <laughs> Me and my sister are like chatting right now. She's like, "Hey, so." <laughs> Is there a 9 a.m.? <laughs> I can get in at 9 a.m. Early bird special, man. Do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, from us, uh, your, your, your friends here at Fans of the Force, uh, thanks again for listening. We would love to have your feedback online at uh, all of our, our various uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the, the Fans of the Force is, is all about you guys, too. So please uh, contribute to the discussion and... Um, Thanks a lot for listening. May the force be with you. Happy holidays. See you next year. Bye, guys. May the force be with you. <laughs>